What was that one movie with the girl? Her name was Domino. Um, he was a detective. A movie called Domino. That was it called Domino? Yeah. I don't remember. Was that what it's called? Or are we talking about with Burt Reynolds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, like the... Was it called Domino? During Cannonball Run when they drove the car into the pool. <coughs> oh, uh, yeah. Like the NASCAR looking thing. Yeah. They did that because they were fucking drunk. They were loaded. <laughs> and they were partying, and the cameras just happened to be rolling. That, mm. that wasn't planned. It wasn't part of the script. They did it because mm. they thought it was funny. What is it called? Sharky's Machine. That's right. Yeah. Sharky's Machine. God damn. What year is that? 81. I was 14 years old. I remember watching this movie on TV. I was like, God damn, I wish I was Burt Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> and the woman who was like his girlfriend. Oh, my God. She was so hot. Look at her. <gasps> her leg warmer days. Genetics. That's they when they, work. yeah, they had leg warmers back then. They, no one had an ass. Oh. They didn't even figure out asses. When did they figure out asses? Sir, mix a lot, ladies and gentlemen. White people were in a daze. We didn't even know what an ass was. Sir, mix a lot came along and changed the game. He came along with Baby Got Back. And we were yes. like, wait, wait, wait. Oh, my God, that is better. It was like everybody just got smelling salts under their nose. Yeah, like, and then the Kardashians <laughs> fucked it up for all of us. Everybody woke up. <laughs> they did, but they didn't. They'd exploited a hole in the system. You know, like Jennifer Lopez had strong ass game way before them, but it was a legit Latina ass game. Correct. From years of dancing and fucking running upstairs and shit. Right? Correct. Something. Whatever the fuck she did. Well, also, she's like four foot two. Is she? Yeah, she's pretty short. Uh, she's probably five sense. foot one or something. That she's pretty sense. short. Pack it all in a small area. You got to get it in. I mean, I feel like they missed it. I think like people were kind of wearing fake glasses uh, as a thing when a couple Zoe years Deschanel ago. Was like really hot that, at yeah. the time. Yeah. People, were, people were just trying to get in on that craze. You know who's not hot? Uh, no. Who? Her who's sister not? Emily Deschanel. Bones? Yeah. I don't know. Bones looks all right. I'd bone I Bones. Think, I don't think so. I'd, I'm pretty sure if Bones wanted to bone you. You would bone Bones. I'd probably see if David Boreans was available first. Have you seen the size of that man's fucking melon? Can you imagine that just hovering above you as he grunt and groaned? That'd, that'd I figured. Disturbing. I figured he'd power bottom for me. Angel ain't power bottoming for nobody, my man. Give me a break. Well, you know. You seen how many leather dusters that guy owns? That's a good point. Yeah, he's a fucking top for I sure. I didn't know he was the bad guy in the uh, the movie Valentine. Well, duh, but uh, it's fresh out of my mind because you know it was just Valentine's Day. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't know if he was the bad guy in that. I just remember he was on the cover. Um, he was the bad guy in the fucking crow with uh, Eddie Furlong. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's uh, that's cool, huh? That's a memory. Yeah, well, not really a memory because I don't know that anybody ever saw that movie. I don't think so. Um, what was the name of the hot chick in that movie? There Eddie a, Furlong. There was a hot chick. No, that was long after oh. Eddie Furlong got into drugs and wasn't a okay. hot chick anymore. Right. I don't know. There was a chick who was in like a couple of those late '90s teen comedies, like Whatever It Takes. Oh, Tara Reid. Get her name. No, not Frank and Titties. Oh. Some brunette. Oh, you're right. I I just saw the other day, and I was like, oh, she's. Either in way, it was her oh. and Kirsten Dunst. I think that was. 
Kirsten A weird Dunst. little valley for her career where she was shown in late Crow sequels yeah. fucking Eddie Furlong. She, uh, she had a, Oscar nominations at that point. What was she thinking? I don't know. Did you see that uh, that Kimmy movie on the HBOs? What? No. Oh, Steven Soderbergh and Zoe Kravitz plays. Oh, uh, okay. She plays a young uh, Natalie Portman. Mm, that's uh, not exciting to me on account of oh. you mentioned Steven Soderbergh is involved. Yeah. So, so no, yeah. thank you. His movies are always slapped together trash that for some reason get praised by people. Yeah, it's just. You know, stylistic. Must be Zoe Kravitz gets naked a lot in it or something. If it's caught a little your bit. attention, uh, a little it seems bit. Seems weird that it would have caught your attention. It was ninety minutes, going and there's there. no new movies coming out. You got to do something, man. What? Well, well, how fucking far away are we from the fucking Batman dropping? No new movies coming. No out. No one's got three and a half Seeing hours Batman for that. Batman ads everywhere. Fucking Batman is imminent. Three and a half hour runtime. Have you seen how gritty it looks, Matt? I hope so. Finally, we're getting the gritty Batman. That, it's gonna uh, be bad, right? <laughs> fucking virgins have been talking it's about be since so the nineteen eighties. I just love everybody that's in it, though. I know. I want it to be so good. Let's just hope that the trailers are just really good trailers put together by people who know what nineteen-year-old virgins wants, and the movie is going to be nothing like what it looks like i mean we like matt it reeves looks like the right? energy drink yeah it looks like matt reeves made a, a movie for it that yeah. the movie equivalent of an energy drink try the new batman flavored monster mountain like Dew energy drink the ed hardy shirt bat hot slam hero movies bat hot slam i swear to me at the very least it did bring us the half pizza half calzone special at little That's caesars true. so did we can't get on that write yet? it off no, no i didn't get okay. it on that when, when, I when i've had time to go to a little caesars yeah when are they gonna build one in this town right what kind, what kind of a three-horse town we got living in papa john's is shit little caesars it's shit. I gotta tell you, I haven't had a, a piece of Papa John's in my mouth since college. I don't think I can't even imagine nothing. how bad that pizza is at oh, this point. Jesus, it wasn't good back then. So bad. Oh, is that like real silty? Like <clears throat> this isn't even like fake dairy. It's just some sort of frozen chemical yeah. composition type thing yeah. they're throwing on top of these pizzas. Like the Tombstone pizza's got more real cheese than Although, that. Although I don't know, Shaq did sign on That's in the last true. couple of years, and maybe the. Quality has increased under Shaq's watchful vision, I would think, maybe. No, they lost a little you bit of quality control on? when they got too big into the Papa Di- Papadilios or whatever those sandwiches were. Oh, they're, they're putting sandwiches out now? Yeah, they got a folded over oh, pizza stay sandwich. In stay in your lane. Oh, Papadillas. I yeah. saw that. It's like yeah. a quesadilla. Yeah, with John Leguizamo. But it's just a folded over pizza. And John Leguizamo tells you to eat it. If they made John Leguizamo the new Papa John, I mean, the sky's the limit for that company right now. Uh, I didn't even think yeah. of it that Get way. Get rid He's of that commercial. old racist Italian guy. Yeah. It's Papa John Leguizamo's. How's everybody doing? I'm Shaq. This is my friend, Papa John Leguizamo. Yeah, I'll have a uh, sh- fucking shakaroni yeah. pizza. I'll have one of those uh, The Pest side right. dishes. Hell yeah. Just everything. It'd be the new Planet Hollywood, basically. Did Peyton Manning sell all his shares, or does he still own He's, a bunch of Papa John's? Oh, he, he bought into Papa John's? Oh, a long That's time ago. Such a such a white guy quarterback he was in fucking racist commercials with that Oh, Idiot Jesus guy. Christ. Wait till Dave hears you're breaking bad on Papa John. I know, John I know there's a lot of basketball players that are uh, in, invested in up-and-coming pizza chains. Yeah. Like, Papa, Papa John's. 
Yeah. This has never been the new big thing. Yeah, we, that was like hey, that was like the year two thousand. We did one thing right in this town. What's that? We ran that Marcos out of town already. Oh, Marcos is, yeah. is that was fuck them. That, was that take and bake uh, concept they were I don't pushing. No, what the fuck it was. I'm not going to take and bake my good. pizza. You're going to deliver it to yeah. me already cooked. Assholes. I'm fucked up on some sort of substance. I'm on Molly. That's why I'm ordering a pizza. I'm on so much Molly. What, am I going to put on a chef's hat and yeah. pre-eat my oven? Too bad he... I don't think so, Marco. Too bad he burned his house down because he was on acid trying to figure out how to cook a pizza. Mm, yeah, you want right. that on your conscience, Marcos? Go fuck yourself. It's baby oil and blow, and the only blood on our hands is going to be... Because it's fucking Burt Reynolds month, motherfucker. It's oh, wow. an action podcast of Palooza, body slam your ass a Gaza. Fucking hey, I man. don't know. A yeah, lot of words. Yeah. I'm one half of your host. I'm Matt O. Fired up as shit. Mm-hmm. With me as oh, always. This energy. He is the little Caesar to my pizza the hut. He is Nate Adams. Ahoy, hoy, everybody. And you got to imagine that probably like uh, Burt Reynolds is a good like six or so months away from just like all the gross shit he did in the 70s and 80s coming back to haunt him before he died. Oh, I thought you were going to tell us he was going to like resurrect for Easter no, or I some saying, shit. Probably, I got excited. Probably checked out at just the right hey. time. He got that one final like little movie where he got to like play against himself in a bunch of scenes yeah. and it was kind of like, a, oh, I'm putting my career to bed. And then now I don't have to go through that late career Ric Flair period thing yeah. where it's like... Oh, all that shit you were doing back when it was cool to do that shit. Now that you're an old geezer, we're going to suddenly hold it against you. I bet. And your life's going to be ruined. I bet when he died, he thought to himself, man, I'm, I'm glad I didn't have the chance to become <laughs> white Bill so Cosby. <laughs> got away with so much stuff. Rape. Hey, you got to assume there was a dusting of rape in there. So. Right. There's even some uh, th- thrown into the the movie we're watching today. Getting <laughs> to the rundown here. Of course, we've been it's been happy Burt's Day. We've been watching Burt Reynolds movies yeah. all month long. We got another one for you. Uh, the happy rundown Valentine's Day, motherfuckers! This week is going to be brought to us by uh, Amazon original uh, Reacher, the new show. That's, Reacher round? That's something I uh, stumbled into uh, watching over the last couple of weeks. Somehow, Let's talk. Randomly, so, what do you want to say? So, uh, you like it? It's a good show. It's uh, like classic throwback to '80s action with like some some like mystery elements thrown over the top. My of it. parents are very happy. It's how the character was written you understand this is what i understood when that those he's tom not, cruise movies came no out. he's six whatever the whole idea he's was he's a detective who's a former military badass and also some sort of schwarzeneggerian yeah. like hulking brute figure this this guy they and got he throws those headbutts thing he just they murder probably at least like a dozen people every episode oh yeah and then in like the final episode probably like 300 people and it's all just brutal fucking murders throughout the whole thing. Might have to just check a real it out. nasty horror movie, like eighties action movie, over the top shit. Really, with some like my parents are sort of intriguing shit. mystery put in, but like not dense to where like you got to pay attention to the yeah. stupid twists or like the dumb like acronyms of all the agencies or something. Just, just enough to give you just something a to do. Stupid guys mystery. Yeah. 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 Oh, those are the best. Mysteries. I enjoyed it. I'm oh, looking, looking forward to season two if they continue just to, to watch brutally it. murder people. <laughs> No nudity is, is my qualm. Oh. This is, uh, this is HBO, the oh, only one just throwing all the gratuitous nudity into their uh, original series. I don't, 
I don't watch too many of these things. I've watched I know like HBO the... is really good about it. I know that Euphoria has just got hard dicks all over it from what everybody at work told Really? Me. Just full of hard dicks. Erect papers, huh? Yeah, that's right. You know, gonna have to check that one out. Everybody's talking about that they show. That, they got that Sydney Sweeney on that show. You familiar with this young lady? No. What's his penis look yeah, like? She, she, she's got maybe the rack of the century. Oh. She's, she's, but they're she's not showing that. They're showing. Penises. Oh no, they're showing it all over. Oh, the place. everything's getting I mean, shown. Everybody's showing everything oh. in that show. It's it's the classic new hot HBO thing. I just refuse to believe that that's a real show. Yeah, I've got no interest in it. Beyond, right. Uh, Zendaya. Explicit Is Zendaya naked? I'll just watch it in gift form. I think she's probably too famous. Yeah, I feel like I would have seen that. Yeah, I think somebody would have shown me. Got something written into a contract. Yeah. Like, uh, I'll be on this gross show with all the yeah. nudity, but I'm too famous to partake. And that's why I'd like to just have to shoot around it. Tip my drink to her good friend from the Disney show she was on, Bella Thorne. Oh, yeah, that girl. She's done some weird She'll show she anything. Right there. Yeah. Mm hmm. She's like the Miley Cyrus of acting. Oh, hell yeah. Miley Cyrus did some acting, too. Was she also a Disney a girl, or was she a Nickelodeon girl? Hannah Montana was Disney, Disney doing sir. To those, Disney. those young ladies? Oh, it's rape. And how did Hillary Duff get out so unscathed? She didn't. They got her young. She's got weird teeth, and she married like a 40-year-old baseball player. She's got a normal life, raising some children, have not seen her naked all over any D-level fucking media. I think she, I think she's doing good. Seen her naked she seems on to be D. living a normal <laughs> rich lady life. Her and uh, Sexter. Nobody else. I oh. can think of nobody else who was a teenage girl and on a Disney show. <sighs> Lindsay, no. Mm. Mm. Demi Lovato is not even a girl anymore. That this is how far it's going, Matt. What's is she? What's its pronouns? I'm, I wasn't certain. Okay. even who Demi Lovato was to begin with. She's the chunky one. I like okay. her. Yeah, it sounded like it. <laughs> I guess uh, Selena Gomez seems to be doing all right, except for her lupus or whatever. Yeah, I like when she gets chunky. Yeah, she looks real good, yeah. chunky. Oh, good chunky. baby. Woo. Matt, Beef. this week, the rundown is of our new film, 1981's Sharky's Machine. Mm, yeah. This is a film with a runtime of 122 minutes. That's a lot of time. More time than we like, that's right. for sure, for sure. Uh, budget of a cool $17.5 million on this one. Gross, $35.6 million is what I got, so I don't know, doubled its money, I think that's... Technically a hit. As what far was the as wait? What was goes. the budget? Seventeen point five. And it made back like thirty five. Thirty five point six. I don't know. Seventeen point five in nineteen eighty one money seems a little high to me. I don't, it, I don't know if I saw all that money up on the screen. Yeah, not really. Is, is that domestic or is that was just final? I think back then it was yeah. just domestic. They uh, no, this was his. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it kept yeah. Uh, you know. This was his records on largest international box office that he directed oh I wow read. this thing was probably i don't know what uh, that means pretty big in uh thailand yeah over there in sheboygan who's banging all them lady boys big in sheboygan rotten tomatoes fucking critics have this at an 86 percent pretty is high pretty high as fucking pretty high. uh so much so that it's trouncing the audience score which is at 62 percent oh. common man not so on board okay. with this one as all much right. as the uh highfalutin art critics weirdos Matt, director of this film... Does it have one? ...is Burt Reynolds. He's not what a just, coincidence. He's not just our star this week. This is, this is why we're digging into wow. this one. We wanted to talk about something he directed. Multifaceted, that man. This is the guy who also directed the movie Gator. 
which is a sequel, of course, to White Lightning, which we talked about. McCluskey. This is the guy who directed weird suicide comedy, The End, that he also starred in, next to Dom DeLuise. Yeah. Uh, this is also the guy who directed season one, episode 17 of the Evening new WKRP shit. in Cincinnati, Ta-ta. Jennifer and the Prince, where Jennifer returns with her fiance, a prince, but her friends at the station are convinced he is using her for her money and they ruin her wedding party. Simple. I like, like it. Sounds like a fun episode yeah. for sure. Stars of this Did film, you say Matt. Season one, episode one? Season one, episode 17. Oh, okay. I was like, that's how they relaunched the show? Was, this is, this is yeah. late into season Prince? one where they're like, all right, we've got to come up with some crazy ideas. Yeah. This is the yeah. spinoff series. Uh, you got many more of those like uh, in the late 80s, mm-hmm. like spinoff series of like things from the 70s, like uh, what's happening now. Yeah. Fucking, they brought back Three's Company with like only Jack Tripper. If it's, I like, correctly. it's like how we're getting all that reboot shit now. We're just a little but late to the party. But it seems like now it's uh that they're able to like bring back will and grace or whatever mm-hmm. or like mad about you but like everybody's involved and it's just more of the show yeah when back they had to be like the new this we got <laughs> one person from the show from 10 years ago right i want to i want a new so, show called people are much more hard up these days is what i'm saying yeah i want a new show called dharma you know Oh. Where, where it reboots Dharma and Greg. What about Dharma? But it's just Dharma. Dharma and Daria. They do oh, a little uh, buddy show I'd right there. Watch that. It could be like Roger Rabbit, where it's like thinking, half animated. I was thinking different half, kind half of buddies. Action. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Stars of this film. Lesbians. Number one, Burt Reynolds. Yeah. Directed himself as a star actor in this movie. Uh, he's playing the character Tom Sharkey. Yep. Who's a cop? Sergeant Tom Sharkey. Uh, this guy, Burt Reynolds, he played the character Al Bardeman in season two, episodes two and three of Flipper. Which, two and which three? Which were called Dolphin in Pursuit Part One and Dolphin in Pursuit Part Two. That's a pretty uh, logical yeah, name. In, in this two part episode, uh, the Ricks, in need of some TLC, take off to a nearby island to go camping. On their way, they get word that there is an escaped convict at mm. large. Porter gets permission to continue on his vacation, but after his boat is stolen, he gets a feeling that this is no vacation. Flipper takes off in hot pursuit. Did, are you wearing a hat because you're trying to bait me into doing the flippers in town joke? And oh, like, no, you, you knock my hat off. My my cans are going to go off right now. Yeah. It's going to be a disaster yeah. for the podcast. But also, they're bullying he played, uh, me. He played the. Uh, or he, he voiced the ghost dog, Charlie, and all dogs go to heaven. That's true. Nobody can, he, nobody and then, forget that he was that dog's ghost. Yeah, and then he killed he the girl. He voiced a dead dog. He killed that little girl a year later. That's, uh... She died. That's tough to hear. She really died. Yeah, who is that? Who is, who is the little girl? I don't know. She, it was something... It was tragic. Okay. I think she got Sounds murdered. Crazy. By her dad or like her agent? Isn't that how quick she went? That could have that could have been a mercy killing. I don't think it was quick. Matt Charles Durning is in this film sexual. playing the character Frisco, mm-hmm. the head of the Vice Squad. Uh, That's Lieutenant Frisco to you. People probably remember him as the character Father Hubley on Everybody Loves oh, Raymond. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah. They probably remember his. Uh, oh, come on, Father. Oh. Being in a couple different Coen Brothers movies. Oh, Father Hubley. Oh. Papio Daniel and O Brother oh. Arthur. He was wearing Hudsucker and the Hudsucker Proxy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we like to talk about Dick Tracy. So, uh, he Hell was, yeah. He was Chief Brandon in uh, Dick Tracy. Yeah. Uh, Let's go, Chief Brandon. You know, I'm a big fan of uh, the Kathleen. Turner film V.I. Warshawski, 
where he played Lieutenant Mallory. <sighs> just another week where you're talking about V.I. Wachowski <laughs> again, I guess. But uh, I'll just throw you a bone here because I okay. know you're a big fan of this one. Also, he played himself in season six, episode three of Arliss. Arliss! Fielding Offers. Uh, in that episode, Arliss treks to Canada in yeah. an effort to steal a hockey team. Uh-huh. And Rita fights aging with an alternative therapy. How many seasons were there of that show? <laughs> At least six, because it's uh, in season six of Arliss. That's amazing. Like, everybody's like, oh, HBO, whoa, HBO, yeah. oh, HBO. Remember back how about when a all fucking, they had was Arliss? Yeah, how about a little fucking credit for the house that Robert What's-His-Face built? Robert Wool. Woolworth. Yeah, thank you. Ugh. <laughs> Christ. Brian Keith is in this film as Papa, one of the, one of the cops who's uh, in the Vice Squad, aka Sharky's Machine. Yeah, uh, this guy he uh, f- fucking cut to the chase. Probably my original hero. Yeah, he played Judge Milton C. Hardcastle in my first favorite TV show of all time, Hardcastle and McCormick. You do love that show. Yeah, one awesome. of them, that was, so he's a judge on the Coyote One. Yeah, that's right. And then the other guy's a race car driver. No, McCormick was a con artist who he put away, and then they oh. team up to uh, you know fight crimes in their supercar Coyote One. But th- was there racing too? Well, the supercar Coyote One finds a lot of opportunities to get in car chases. I'll tell you that much. No. Uh, well, what's, okay. This guy was Buckshot Roberts in Young Guns. That's a great name. Probably the greatest 90s Western of all time. You like I'm Young say. Guns, too. This guy's. Wait, Unforgiven? Like, we're going to say that's the best 90s. No, Young Guns. This guy's really speaking to you. Also, well, he's throwing over on your side right here. Please uh, do. Voiced Duckman's father in the TV show Duckman. So you know I love Duckman. Yeah, I just course. every time I smell Long John Silver's. Bernie Casey is in this film as Arch, another one of the Caps. Yeah, we saw him as Commander Harris in Under Siege. We did we remember him as a history teacher in Bill and Ted. He was the head of the Trilams in the Nerds movies, Boom! including like all the directed TV sequels. That guy was kind of hard up. That's also, always the first thing I think about is him directing the Trilams. Yeah, maybe for the future we should love that movie as a kid. Put a little check mark on this one. Remember to check this one out. He apparently also played the character Raymond in a <laughs> Jeff Speakman cop movie called Street Night. Ooh, night spelled K N I G H T. So. How that, come, that sounds promising. How come we haven't done the? Uh, how we haven't covered perfect weapon? Yeah, we yet? gotta figure out a, a way Take to get it. Probably ding, a ding, perfect weapon. Richard Libertini is Nash. He's the surveillance yeah. guy in Vice. Uh, he's the, the Jew. The he's he's the Jew of the group. Uh, he played the character Walker in Fletch. He was the voice of yep. D. John in the Ducktales movie. Oh, he was the oh, rabbi oh, in Lethal oh, Weapon oh, Four. Oh, 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 but uh, probably most uh, relevant to this podcast, he played the character Avery on season two, episode one of Norm. Yeah. Norm versus Love. Oh, yeah. You, know, you want to hear what happened in this episode of Norm? I'm dying to find out. Taylor, whom Ooh. Norm has helped stop being a hooker, starts her <laughs> new job as a social worker in the office. But Denby thinks she's still turning tricks. Hey, you gotta stop being such a whore. Norm gets Lori to help him hit on Shelly, the new probation officer in the office. Oh, boy. Why aren't we just covering Norm yeah, on this show? Yeah, we probably need to start talking more about Norm. Norm and Arliss. Rachel Ward is in this film as Domino, a whore. Whoa, whoa. Thousand dollar a night whore. As yeah. a matter of fact, very Big pricey money. one. Big money. Uh, she and played eighty one money. Yeah, that's bro. eighty one money. That's, that's that's like quite a bit these days. What three and a Get half out that now? Inflation calculator. 
She played Margaret in a halfway decent 80s slasher called The Final Terror. Ooh. She played Eleanor in a better than decent Eleanor. 80s slasher movie, Night School. That one's pretty good. It's got a guy in a reflective motorcycle helmet as the killer. That was like her uh, breakthrough That's all, that's all I remember her role. for. That's all, she broke through it obscurity after that because I don't think she was in anything else. No. Earl Holloman is in this film as Hodgkins, a mm-hmm. whore-fucking-politician. Just like the rest of them. Yeah, this guy was cook in the seminal sci-fi joint Forbidden Planet. Mm-hmm. Way, way ahead of its time production value on that mm. one. He was Matt Elder in classic Western The Sons of Katie Elder. I know that name. That's Matt. right. Also, you're going to remember this like it was yesterday. He uh, played the character Mike Bradovich mm-hmm. on season three, episode two of Empty Nest. Yeah. Harry's Excellent Adventure. That goes on. That's the episode where Harry is, so is feeling that he is living his life for everyone else. Yeah. But that he never has time for himself. He doesn't. When his globetrotting friend unexpectedly shows up, Harry's feelings are confirmed. So on a whim, he jets off to Pamplona with his yep. buddy to run with the bulls. Yeah, he does. It's only then that Harry sees the truth behind his life and his pals. My goodness, did I see a lot of that show. <laughs> Being an empty nester, it's, it's a wild yeah. ride. Like, can you imagine, like, I know you used to complain about, like, ah, Saturday night, stuck at the old man's, watching cable movies. uh, high school football all day, straight into terrible fucking uh, network programming, Saturday night, empty nesting. Wait, you had to watch network TV, too? Yeah, pretty much. Until, like, uh, it got late enough into my run as a divorced kid where uh, there was also a TV down in the basement and I could just scumbag it and watch, like, MTV all day, every day. Oh, well, that's cool, at least. Before that, I was watching a lot of Empty Nest, a lot of Sisters, and a lot of Too Close for Comfort, I think. It was was the dregs of uh, network (sighs) programming, for fucking sure. That's why I've seen so much Evening Shade. Matt, you're not going to like our next topic of conversation because oh, okay. we're we got to talk about the Italians for for a minute here. I'm going to sit this one out. Vittorio Gasmin is in this movie as Victor. He's a pimp and a general general criminal they're fucking all, mastermind, they're all fucking rich guy. Pimps, those fucking, fucking pimp, just a predator and a child trafficker in this film. Um, like every other. Hot this guy was Italian. an Italian actor, so he uh, he's in about one million Italian movies, uh-huh. including playing the Al Pacino role in the original Italian Scent of a Woman. Yeah. Apparently that movie was a remake he's of... He's a lawyer. No? He's a blind lawyer. Hua! Right? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it, it's not a lawyer. Wahoo! I don't even think they have That's lawyers. how they say it in Italy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Because they do everything fucking it's stupid. It's uh, I don't know. What also, though, he played the character King Barry in Who the American it? film Sleepers, where Kevin Bacon raped a bunch of little boys. Oh. You remember that one? It's one of them, Chris that O'Donnell. Scene where he was unzipping. Yeah, he he's, he got raped by Pacino in Scent of a Woman. Now you're That's now right. we're all confused. Who plays Pacino's or Christopher Robin's role in uh, the Italian one? Yeah, uh, probably the same kid who played Pinocchio in that uh, live action Pinocchio that uh. What's his name made? He, the guy from the concentration camp movie. You know, Roberto Benigni. You know, he plays Pinocchio in that movie, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I, rem- I remember the trailers. Yeah. Roberto Matt, Benigni. Get ready. Get ready with the air horn here. America, you're a bunch of idiots. You fell in love with that guy because he stood on a chair. Go fuck yourself. And ready then, with the air horn. And then when Tom yeah. Cruise stood on a couch. We called him crazy. Oh, fucking yeah. Oh, fucking canceled. American He's does canceled. it. Fuck you. Henry Silva is in yes. Billy Score. That's why we're doing Victor's this. Victor's junkie brother. We saw him as Camacho in Code of Silence. 
We saw him as Guerrera and Megaforce. We saw him as Zagon in Above the Law. Fucking Grand Slam winner, Henry Silva. Touch them all, baby. I'll do it for the cast uh, here. Let's move on to the tagline of this film, Sharky's Machine. Uh-huh. If you mess with a cop like Sharky, you better be very tough. Dot, dot, dot. That's it. Or very beautiful. Oh. <laughs> Guy's a poon hound, baby. Yeah, he is. It's fucking Burt Reynolds. <laughs> plot of Sharky's Machine. What, uh, what, what was a good enough plot to get Burt Reynolds on board to direct and uh, star in this thing? <clears throat> Basically, they just wrote the book kind of about him. Police officer Tom Sharkey oh, gets busted back to work in Vice, where he happens upon a scandalous conspiracy involving a local politician. Sharkey's new quote-unquote machine gathers evidence while Sharkey falls in love with a woman he has never met. That's the rundown. Yeah. Now let's get into bullet points where uh, we close the sound effects apps on our phone and pull up our notes apps. We talk about all the things that uh, stood out to us as we were watching the film. Matt, I can see that you watched Stop Sharky's Machine. Well, same as I did. What yeah. was your first bullet point when you were uh, watching this fine film? Nate, we open up this movie with a little bit of lethal weapon sax before there was even sexy lethal weapon sax lethal weapon sax is a little bit just like uh laid back but a little bit menacing this one's a little bit laid back but a little bit sexual i'm just saying though we're listening to here this is 81 yeah i'm thinking it kind of laid the way i think eric clapped and saw sharky's machine and was like Ooh, I'm feeling a certain kind of in way. In more ways than one, which we'll, we'll get into later here. But uh, also, as we're hearing this, we get the classic helicopter big, shot over a city opening. Helo shot. Which is yeah. just like, oh, here we go. It's, we're, we're in the city, man. This is going to be... There's a thousand stories in the naked city. And yeah. we're about, the only problem is like... You're in fucking Atlanta and there's Atlanta. one skyscraper. Yeah, like <laughs> pre before like... <laughs> They got the Olympics and shit yeah. and built out that fucking city. So yeah. like, we're just looking at fucking like flat nothing. <laughs> it's like if they flew a helicopter over Gary, Indiana, basically. And we're just like, <sighs> here's the dramatic opening of our fucking movie. Yeah, it's almost that bad. Point, yeah, everything's dirty and brown. It looks like it's the 70s still. Right. 1981. But we hadn't established that uh, no. 80s aesthetic yet. Of no, just we're like, still, uh, yeah, this is we're still, still coming out of the 70s. Panel here. vans and shag carpeting. Still we don't, very much we don't know what the 80s looks like yet. Look. Uh, got the song Street Life. Uh, yeah. Comes in. Huh? As we, uh, How about it? As we zoom in on the ground, we see Burt Reynolds walking in some sort of industrial wasteland. Yeah. Definitely, I got to say, talk about people taking inspiration. Tarantino stole this song for the Jackie Brown soundtrack yeah. right out of the opening of this movie. He's talked about how he's a big Burt Reynolds fan. Always, right. But uh, until we really dug into this watching back to back to back Burt Reynolds movies, I kind of didn't realize how much that guy just stole out of Burt Reynolds movies his entire career. T- it's a lot. And uh, even more so to that, uh huh. He stole this exact version for his sure, for Jackie yeah, Brown. Yeah, absolutely. Even though the song originally made famous by the Commodores, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah, there's a much more upbeat version. Yeah. You got that radio hit Commodores yeah. version of it. Not Tarantino. This, one, this is sort of sad and sad and seventies movies. He wants going on right here. He wants the sad music that Burt Reynolds listens to, and mm-hmm. he wants Sally Field's feet on his dashboard. That's right. So we walk in here, and uh, Burt Reynolds turns out he's in some tunnel. Yep. Uh, he's going to do a drug deal. You got he's, to. he's on the narco. He's undercover. He's uh, going to try to buy some, some heroin. Some skag. He calls skag. 
To which the guy he's buying it from tells him not to talk like an N-word. Yes. But he doesn't say the word N-word. No. no, no like, he so says like, the N-word. Yeah, oh, more Tarantino taking some inspiration, I yeah. think, from these Burt Reynolds movies right here. He's yeah. like, that's a cool word to throw in movies yeah. over and over again. Definitely going to steal that for my shit. Right. There's guy, there's other stuff guy, in here. He won't back off on that. He won't back off on that saying the N-word in all his movies thing, no matter how much people don't like it. I I, I kind of admire his uh, commitment. <laughs> refusal to just... You think after, no, I promise it's cool. They just deleted like all 130 episodes of the Joe Rogan show where he said the N-word. That's going to be like the final thing where Tarantino, you can't say the N-word in anything anymore. Is he done making movies or has he got one last he one? He always now? says that he's done making yeah. movies, but what would Quentin Tarantino do if he wasn't making fucking movies? Like, give me a break. Well, I'll tell you, if he can't use he's the N-word, he's probably not dork. making movies. <laughs> guy's a straight fucking dork. He he's looks like a, a dorker. So, like, and, and, I, and I wrote about this. Uh, fucking Reynolds, he kind of does the same thing where he's like, I got honorary status. It's mm, cool. Oh, no, for sure. And he yeah. does some of it in this movie and he does it in other movies. And I, and I, you and know I buy how into many it. Black girls I fucked in the Playboy Mansion Grotto. Yeah. Like, they're cool with me. It's cool. They're fucking cool. cool with me. Like, do you think he just adopted Burt Reynolds? Attitude, I think for but sure. like without the legitimacy. Early on as a wannabe actor, you could see it a little bit in our true romance episode, his autobiographical movie, really, That's where uh, fucking we had that those early scenes where old Christian Slater, the Tarantino stand in, was like yeah. loving Elvis and talking like Elvis. That's so that fair. was that was Burt or Quentin in his early twenties, trying to be seventies Burt Reynolds. That's fair. just with his big ugly head. Yeah, <laughs> and it'd be so fucking weird for all the women that got like cornered in trashy L.A. bars by him back in back in those days. There's probably a lot There's of them. Probably a million stories. That's hopefully fair. they come out six months after he dies and not before he can get canceled. Fingers crossed. Who the fuck's this idiot Smiley who rolls in right? in the middle of this fucking deal and is just like, hey, Sharky, hey, you doing an undercover drug deal? What's going on, drugs? Like, this guy's a cop. He knows the other guy's a cop. He knows they're there for some sort of under... What could have been the miscommunication here that just had this guy roll up in his car and stick his fucking idiot head out and be like, what's up, man? This guy's an idiot. It's the only logical answer. Yeah, clearly the dumbest guy. So, uh, fucking heroin dealer guy's like, oh, shit, you're fucking cops. And then I'm gonna shoot some people. There's guns being shot. We got fucking foot chase going on. Smiley's okay. We get some... He just uh, got his window yeah, shot fucking out. He gets his window shot out. Fucking Burt Reynolds has to hit the floor. The soundtrack goes from like Lethal Weapon sax mm-hmm. into some sweet like 70s, waka-chika, waka-chika, waka-chika like sort of like a Mitchell soundtrack type uh, stuff going on. It's like we're in a Joe Don Baker movie all of a sudden which is very exciting. Oh yeah. Uh, they chase uh, old heroin dealer outside. They try to corner him, all the other cops that were laying and waiting. But uh he pulls out a pistol and shoots one of their cop cars and makes it explode into flames from shooting one bullet into it. Yeah. Which is great. Immediately, I'm just like, this is setting the tone. I'm watching an over-the-top, ridiculous fucking action movie right here. It should be. I'm going to have a lot of fun with this thing. Stuff. If shooting a car work. with one fucking bullet from a pistol makes it explode into flames. Hell yeah. That happened in that Reacher? They do that? All sorts of explosions in that thing, but too much CGI fire, especially in the last episode, which was actually my one big complaint of it, other than the fact that they get up to the the edge of women disrobing here and there and just don't don't do it. But uh, old guy who plays Reacher, I have not uh, debuted him, but he's just fucking 
bulked and cut and just like seven foot tall and they get him half naked as much as possible there's a lot of man meat on display no buns though like he's fucking, in uh, it's just a lot of torso he's in friend of the show gerard way's uh umbrella academy Mm, okay. Good friend of our Gerard Way. Yeah, who's who's that guy again? Hey, he, oh wow, wow. He's that's that's the X Men ripoff show, right? I've heard some people tell me about that. I think is that what it is? Same people who tell me I need to watch the boys. The boys. Listen, I only get tricked into randomly watching one of these streaming seasons a year, pretty much. Yeah, is my one for the year. Yeah, you're trick me into watching another one. Nate's a Jack Reach around guy, and if you're not. Go fuck yourself. Start, start getting all those Lee Child audio books. I might be right? listening to those yeah. Reacher books as I fucking... Justified's coming back, too. Oh, Justified's coming back? Yeah. After they just plucked his character from Justified out of that show and put it in uh, all the Star Wars shows now? Mm. <laughs> he's going to well, be playing the same character hey. in like three different shows now? Well, you know. If they bring back Deadwood, he's going to be playing that same character in three or four different shows. Deadwood uh, was just a movie. That stopped already. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Thank God. They, they could bring it back. I'm afraid Al Swearingen's going to die in real life. Yeah, he looked really bad in that most recent John yeah. Wick movie. Like, he was starting to look like Al Pacino bad. Like, he's he was a, just yeah. some crazy old ant. Like, right. That scares me. Etsy accounts. I'm afraid to lose him. Yeah, I don't, I don't want him to die either. Mm. You hear me, God, my daddy will never die. Yeah. Uh, Chase ends on a bus where the uh, heroin dealer guy's got this pregnant lady with a gun to her head. He's sure holding does. hostage, and Sharky's on the bus, and just shit goes bad, and basically everybody on the bus gets shot, and there's blood squibs everywhere. There's a lot like of blood. Six people die. It looks like a fucking Sam Peckinpah movie. Yeah. Also, everybody's just sweaty as hell during oh, this scene. Oh, definitely. And like, I was ready for this to set up like a sweaty, sweaty movie, but it was just this scene. Yeah. I think it's just because it was outdoors during the day in, in Atlanta. Atlanta and everybody was dressed in layers yeah. like wait come on they all have like coats and like vests and shirts and- well it's 97 degrees let's start yeah. filming it's very very sweaty scene you gotta so, go to the uh, after all these after all these that. people die including a lot of civilians we're back at the station yep. uh fucking they're like sharky you got like 10 people killed Turns out you got to pack up your shit right. and go downstairs. You're, you're demoted off a of narco and on device, man. You're in trouble, bro. You got to go to the scummiest fucking section of the fucking police station right yeah. now and work with the worst officers we have. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. And it's great. They walk him down the fucking steps. His buddy JoJo's walking JoJo him all the way down. JoJo's partner of the last four and a half years. Yeah. Literally looks like they're descending into a dungeon in a right. medieval castle. Like This fucking stair set they found right here. Just well, disgusting looking. They The camera follows all the way down the stairs. And then all of a sudden, the camera stops. It's at the darkest point, And JoJo's just like... I can't go any further. Yeah, people see you later, people bro. Go into that darkness, they don't come back. Yeah. Also, they on their way down, they run into Smiley, who's oh, like, "Oh God, I feel so bad. What could I do, Sharky?" And he tells him, "You could have a heart attack." And then Joe calls him a bimbo. Yeah, which I really liked. He's like, "Get out of here, yeah. Smiley, you bimbo." He goes, "You could have a heart attack." And JoJo follows up with, "Have two, Smiley, you bimbo." <laughs> I'm gonna start fucking just calling dudes a bimbo. Yeah, that's good stuff. It's a nice little insult to throw around right there. But we arrive at a uh, Vice Division B10. Yeah, that's right. It kind of looks like the mailroom in the Hudsucker Proxy. Yeah, and who do we have but fucking wearing Hudsucker from that very movie, just screaming shit. We're in a dirty dungeon right there. Yeah. He's, he's in charge. He's uh just he's 
kind of gonna be gonna be the new chief right here. Uh, he's yep. just yelling shit at people. One guy's like a uh, booking a hooker, and he yells at her like, "What do you want to date? She's yeah. a hooker." Yeah, <laughs> very yeah. Norm Macdonald yeah. fashion. She's a hooker. Yeah, stuff like that. He's like, uh, here we go, uh, Sharky. This is fucking Papa. This is fucking yeah. Arch over here. These are the toughest guys on the force. I know this seems like a demotion, but you're going to love working with these guys. They're crazy renegades. I like that so far we've got Sharky, Papa, and Arch. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we've had That's a lot of cool names. We've had two friends with combinations of all three of those names. Oh, yeah. That's very true. Yeah. This, is, this is sort of looking like our old crew. Right we know now. a Sharky and we know a Archibald Popolovsky. We could have so. been, been, been working vice. Yeah, we pro- we should have been. We, I was close. If we had a nosh. We, ne- we never had a nosh. Should have just taken the test. Should have gotten on the force. Oh. What was I thinking? Oh, absolutely. Uh, so. My drinking would be so much worse. Yeah, but, you know, be able to get out all those DUIs. Oh, every one of them. Yeah, so uh, Sharky's like, all right, I've been introduced to the crew. Uh, now we've got a helicopter shot going around the one skyscraper in yep. Atlanta, the night sky. And uh, this is just the opening shot from Lethal Weapon right here, mm-hmm. where uh, the helicopter goes around the skyscraper and then uh, zooms in on one window Taken up a notch by Lethal Weapon where you zoom in on a window where there's a chick with no top on and then she yeah. fucking huh? jumps out the window and smashes into a car. But, That's a pretty cool shot. But yeah, this shot fucking for sure stolen wholesale for the opening shot of Lethal Weapon. Yes, sir. Maybe my favorite opening shot of a movie in history. So yeah. another fucking little checkpoint in Sharky's Machine's win column right there. Well, you know, it's paying attention. Uh, what we do zoom in on here is like a glass elevator and some, uh, a lot of fur. Yeah. Some, some, some people going up into, uh, what we learn is going to be, I think, uh, the lair of the evil, uh, pimp Victor in this movie, but we don't know yet. Yeah. We don't know yet. Uh, there's just wearing a lot of fur rotating bed with some sex going on an old guy and a hooker and, uh, Henry Silva shows up with a gun and he's just like, Hey, uh, fucking gonna shoot this guy point blank in the chest now real quick the three people that are going up in the elevator are completely different mm-hmm. we cut scenes to a mansion in the hillside okay when henry silva shows up okay so that was a There's very a jump. weird jump then yeah. why would we establish those people going up in the elevator which we see that elevator later and that is when they're going to victor's place exactly So this jumps to a different location which as we move in there is a lot of film language things that they give us where I yeah. think they're establishing one thing and then they pull the rug out from under me and I'm like, right. and I think it's just bad filmmaking. Yes. I think it's just at least There's maybe some not Burt Reynolds, but whoever was in the editing room got to throw some of that on Burt Reynolds yeah. too where they just don't know the visual storytelling of how to lead your audience from one scene to the next. I mean, in all fairness, I heard Burt Reynolds' original cut of this was uh, 140 minutes. Oh, no. <laughs> they did some good work. <laughs> Editing all that shit out. Uh, but yeah, he, he blows away this old guy. And then there's an Asian whore in yeah. bed of him who's just, just, just a gorgeous wow. woman. Just, just smoking hot. Really wanted her to be in this movie for yeah. more than four seconds, but she's not. Because yeah. then he just point blank fucking shoots her She's in blind. Yeah. She's a blind whore. <laughs> Is that why she was just staring off into nothing? Yeah. Pretty much. Either way, right. I don't. This establishes, I guess, it's that not the uh, usual faraway Henry look. Silva's character is killing people, but mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. I don't think these people are significant at all. Of the, I killed them though. Who the fuck they were? Yeah, but uh, now we're at a political rally. There's 
I find out who they are. I don't know. I'll bring it up whenever it comes oh, okay, up in my okay. notes. So, um, we're at a political rally. There's a guy running for governor. Yeah. Uh, I was just like, why are we seeing this? I don't know. This, this just doesn't seem like it's part of their story. Until our Vice Squad guys show up, and they're like, uh, we're here to arrest whores. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently that's a good place to catch whores in action. <clears throat> At mm-hmm. political rallies. Yeah. The whores just hang on to the outskirts of the crowd and just pick up Johns. Right. This movie would lead us to believe. Oh, when I don't know if this is a thing. When they're in the car, it comes over the radio or they're talking about it. Dude that got killed was Tad Roper. Oh. And he was Mr. central. Roper's brother. He was central intelligence. Oh, wow. That's yeah. probably pretty high up there in yeah. something or other. Yeah. Uh, so they're like, hey, Sharky, new guy. We're going to give you a little new guy ribbon. Yeah. See that whore over there? Her name's Mabel. Arrest Why don't you go arrest her? And it's like, mm, this seems like it's going to be a rib of some sort. These guys are setting him up. I've seen enough of these. But he goes over and arrests her, and like she hits him in the face with a purse because she's kind of crazy. But Other than that, it's, other than that, it's just like pretty, he just arrests her. Book, yeah. Pretty cut and dry. Uh, they're you, arrested for soliciting you girls, prostitution. You girls can't be whoring out here. Yeah. Come along yeah. with me. She calls him a Nazi, but, you know, she it's still so just what? goes along with him and gets booked. And, yeah. uh, back at the station, uh, they're, 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 they're booking Mabel in. She's yeah. just freaking the fuck out. Yeah. She's like, oh, this is some bullshit. Y'all are fucking scumbags. It's just because I'm a poor fucking hooker. Right. How about that guy over there, that rich guy? You're letting him go, right? Yeah. I happen to know he's fucking a $1,000 a night prostitute. Yeah. She's just running her mouth about rich people shit. Right. And instantly she's like, oh, fuck, I'm a pillhead moron. I've just said a lot more stuff than I need to. That guy's probably going to kill me now. Which, this guy, he comes over. At this point, I'm having trouble keeping everybody straight. If I'm just like, have I seen that guy before? Am I supposed to know who that guy is? No, that guy that comes over? Hey, you dumb bitch, keep your mouth shut. He's the guy that wrote the novel. Okay, okay. This was based off a novel. And this is uh, T.S. Eliot, I think the guy's name is. Tough Shit Eliot. Tough Shit Eliot, yeah, but... uh, yeah, so, ooh, uh, that guy maybe is going to come back later. I don't know. It's just looked like an ugly 70s white guy. Yeah. I don't think he really does. Nor does Mabel come back, does no, she? No, not at all. And it, was a, it, it amounts to nothing. Tiffany does. Either way, uh, yeah. <laughs> the Vice Squad's got this book with a bunch of ladies' names in it. Yeah. And they're like, hey, did you notice that every lady's name in this book is seven digits long? Bump, Something's bump, weird bump. here. Maybe this is a code. Yeah. And then they crack the code and figure out that these are all actually phone numbers yeah, that Bert, are in this book. You see, Burt Reynolds cracks it by just immediately guessing what the mm-hmm. code is. So, uh, turns out... Which is I, pretty good. I guess this is a bunch of just, like, frequent John's uh, yeah. n- names and their phone numbers. That, or not their names, but their phone numbers that they found. I gotta say, cracking a code, figuring yeah. out some uh, suspects' phone numbers, probably the best police work we've ever seen in a movie out of all the movies ah, we've talked about yeah, well. on this podcast. But most of the police work involves driving around in circles until they find the bad guy and then getting a shootout with him. I mean, I guess so. But the way they cracked the code was by Burt Reynolds be- being like, hey, it's a code. Hey, I know the code. Well, yeah, you just fucking follow on a phone. It's like uh, they-, they stole this from the wire. Half, half the shit in the next 20 minutes of this movie is just stolen for the wire. And they yeah, based that entire so. TV show about it. But uh, yeah, um, my next bullet point is Burt Reynolds is kissing children. 
Oh, yeah, he is. He goes over to the yeah. phone tap guy, the tech guy. Who Nosh. Is Nosh. Uh, he's like, hey, I need these seven <laughs> wiretaps on these seven phone numbers I got. And he's like, I can get you all but one. It's blocked. They told me I can't fucking tap this number. And he's like, oh, you're going to do it anyway. And he's like, oh, the hell I am. And these guys yeah. are screaming at each other. Yeah. And it fucking seems like they're going to get in a fist fight until it's broken up by this guy's little daughter coming in. I guess they're in his basement or whatever. And she's like, yeah. oh, time time for me to go to bed. Right. So Nash, who was previously screaming in Burt Reynolds' face, is like, right. oh, hang on. I got to put my little four-year-old daughter to bed. Right. Why don't you kiss her directly on the mouth before right. I send her to bed, Burt Reynolds? Yeah. Which he does. And then he's like, ah, she kind of talked while I kissed her on the mouth. Yeah. Better kiss her on the mouth a second time. Get in there for, time. for a little bit more, more of this lip action. A little more mouth-on-mouth time. It's fucking weird, <laughs> man. I don't know. You kiss little kids on the mouth when they're young. Not other people's little kids. Maybe like your nieces and nephews. Yeah, I guess so. But like, if he's like Uncle Sharky, who knows? He's certainly not Uncle Sharky. You he's don't think he's fucking, Uncle Sharky? He's Burt Reynolds. He's a yeah. cop. He's, yeah. Either way, I think kissing this kid on the mouth is enough to yeah. get him the the wiretap that he wants. It tastes like gin, Uncle Sharky. Uh, my nipples are hard. Mm. Is my next bullet point here because. We go straight to all the Vice guys listening to the tapes of the wiretaps they yeah. get, and there's some real serious dirty talk going on uh, yeah. between the hookers and the Johns. Old guys love that shit. These guys are loving it, just like fucking teenage boys. They're just giggling and oh, fucking yeah. rolling around on the ground. This stuff is real funny. Until they hear the guy running for governor we saw earlier. Hotchkins. One of the guys on the fucking tape right here fucking... Turns out Sharky's like, we got a, we got a pretty high-ranking guy here. Let's take him down. This is a and big the chief's deal. like, oh, we're not going to take him down. Come on, Sharky, you hot yeah. shot. What are you trying to get us involved in here? Yeah. This is too much. Too much for the vice squad. Yeah. Frisco, he's just a lieutenant. He ain't no chief. Well, whatever. He's the head of the thing. If you're LT. watching a movie and there's a guy screaming at uh, the hero, he's the chief. They went out of their way to establish he's LT. That means, that means nothing to me. Oh, it means everything to me. Oh, so now we got some sort of stakeout going here, which is like the next endless, like maybe 25 to 30 minute chunk of this movie. Oh, like an hour. Where I started having just a real hard time paying attention. <clears throat> yeah. It just goes from what I thought was going to be like an over the top action movie where the cars explode yeah. from one bullet. Right. Just like some sort of procedural thing where we're just like spending a lot of time during this stakeout. Fucking, uh, they're at some apartment trying to put in bugs. Yeah. F fucking Nosh is freaking out because some tech's not fucking uh, going right. And right. suddenly a whore shows up. And she yeah. eyeballs Bird up and down. And uh, even though he's wearing a <laughs> terrible toupee through this whole movie. Whoa, basically gives whoa, him where did you hear that Mark from? Mark Zuckerberg hair. Where he's did you hear that That from? exact weird, just like. You don't think that's his real hair? Caesar cut off fucking bangs that Zuckerberg's trying to sport these You don't days think that's his real. Who told you he wears a wig? She's, she's, she's like, like ooh, I'm a thousand dollar a night whore, but this guy, yeah, he's something else. This guy. Punch that red at my apartment, gentleman drilling into the walls or whatever. Tell me those lies. So I thought like she was going to be suspicious right yeah. now, but she's not. She just wants to fuck Burt Reynolds. Right. Uh, so then they get all the fucking bugs set in. They're across the street, peeping through our windows and binoculars, listening to everything going on. Uh, Nosh is doing some great rambling right here about uh -huh. buying Japanese whores back in the war. Yeah. And yeah. It's clearly just unscripted shit where this guy is just motor mouthing fucking yeah. nonsense, and I really enjoyed it. And he's like, there's some. 
couple of women in here, and he starts talking about how the one's got a real soft, meaty body. Yeah, he starts waxing nostalgic He's about like, past poon. Some and, Italian girl from the 10th yeah. grade. I really liked her boobs. She's got boobs yeah, like that girl. Yeah. It's fucking weird. You banged her, Sharky, didn't you? Yeah. I know you did. You can tell me I won't be mad. Of course, Burt Reynolds. He was like, ha-ha, <laughs> of course I did. <laughs> then he's all mad. He's like, oh, you're fucking oh. always doing that. You're banging all the girls, Sharky. Oh. So I guess these guys like knew each other all the way back from 10th grade, and that's why Burt Reynolds is allowed to kiss his four-year-old daughter on the mouth. Yeah, I guess so. So it's established that they're casing her apartment, which I thought would be like, good enough, fine. Yeah, Now they can done. hear something pertinent and we'll move on. Yeah. No. Oh, no, we're moving on to an aerobics scene. Yeah, uh, aerobics uh, butts is my next thing. This should, like, be, this should be the end of good. it, right? We're back in an awesome 80s movie because yeah. we're getting a close-up of, like, tiny white women's pathetic butts and aerobics fucking right. leotards, like, wiggling it's back what you and forth. Want. Yeah, there's big difference between, like, what fine ass looked like in the 1980s and what it looks like these days. As long as the thong like, waist sat one high. One quarter of the size of the butts we're, we're putting in movies these days. This was the day of the long butt, sir. I think it's a little pre long but i think that That's is more fair. like late 80s early 90s when you get that real yeah. like high high cut this shit. led the way though because the aerobics yeah, it was definitely outfits. leading directly the aerobics leotards lead directly into the long butt thong yeah. that's for fucking sure right yeah. there it came out of it but uh there's either either way there's a aerobics class going on and Burt Reynolds is just standing in the door, looking through the window, just stone-faced, like a psychotic pervert. For like 30 seconds. <laughs> like, it just four times too long before somebody yeah. would have been like, who's that guy? What is he doing staring at us? Get gym security to throw him out of here. And then, like, it just cuts from there. He's got a fucking leather jacket on yeah. also. Like, <laughs> just standing in this gym. Clear as day. Dressed in a leather jacket, like, staring in the aerobics room. And then it just cuts right back to just fucking surveillance work yeah. where we were the last scene. Following the horror around, it's sort of a montage. There's a lot of sad kind of? sax music, yeah. a lot of Burt Reynolds laying around in bed. And then there's a weird cut where he looks over and he's in bed with her. And I'm like, just like, oh, he fucked her already? Yeah. We didn't even get to see their meat cute? But then like after two minutes or something to me, assuming that they were fucking now, yeah. I realized it was just no, like... A weird misleading edit where he's just thinking about her a lot when right. she's in bed and looking at her when she's in when, when she's in, in bed at bed the same time. She's in a bed. Yeah, it leads up to a weird moment where she's like singing to herself while she's alone in bed. Yeah. And he's just got her bugged across the street singing along to her as well. And yeah. I wrote, I think we're supposed to say that this was just a romance story that we just saw. And like that fucking six minute montage sequence we just saw him surveilling her i think we're supposed to just uh take it as this was them falling in love and we're now watching a romance plot is valentine's day it's fucking weird the tone of this movie just fucking takes a left turn out of nowhere so this like fucking tough cop sharky just gets real sad and pathetic out of nowhere like it's all all in this six minute montage of him rolling around in bed. This movie supposedly takes a lot from Laura. Okay. Did you ever see yeah, that I'm one? I'm familiar with Laura. Okay. But, uh, I don't see how. All right. Well, maybe we're not there yet. I've never okay. seen that one. I you know I don't I can't connect those dots. It's a great film. Maybe but, uh, you can. When uh, we there's get there. a slight subplot where we think that Domino's dead for a minute. 
which is also very misleading in how it's the thing here. Yeah. And the whole thing of Laura is everybody is investigating this dead woman who's actually not dead. So oh. maybe for yeah. like five minutes, the plots yeah, are right. sort of the same. But oh, that sounds fun. I don't know. Uh, My next point is tennis. Anyone? So this is the scene where Bernie <laughs> Casey shows back up. Arch, old Arch. Yeah, old Arch. Him and uh, Bert are... Is it the same girl they're doing the whole time? Yeah, Domino. Everything we see is like through semi-transparent fucking drapes. Well, she's got her friend Tiffany that's there a lot. That's Yes, but you can't see enough of who's there to know who's who. Yeah. And... They try to like that's the point. make that a clever trick later, yeah. but it doesn't work that way. It no. really just makes like twenty five of the minutes of you being yeah. unclear what's happening and like not being able to see anything and like sitting on static shots of shit yeah. you can't see clearly and it sucks. But I'm going to assume this is Domino playing yeah. fucking tennis right here, and Bernie Casey is just hanging out. There. Oh, it is. It Old is. Arch. Yeah, it is. Okay. So she it's verifies Domino. it later. It's not Tiffany. No, this is Domino. So is it always Domino he's uh, watching and just Tiffany shows up for one scene or something? Seems as if. Okay. Because, yeah, Tiffany seems like a cheap, they wanted it to be a twist, but they just did it so cheaply that it doesn't really yeah. work. But we'll get into that in a minute. Yeah. Uh, what we got to do right here is while they're watching her play tennis, uh, Bernie Casey has to get like a five-minute Shakespearean monologue yeah. out of nowhere so he can do some capital A acting. And it's fucking weird. He's like talking about Zen and how he can just disappear and yeah. just makes him. It's really, really close to Batista's uh, like thing from Guardians of the Galaxy where he's like, yeah. I move so slow that you can't see me. <laughs> Only like he's playing it straight. And I yeah. don't know what he's talking about. And it's gibberish and it just keeps going on. He's supposed to be a real Fucking like talking uh, about Buddhism and yeah. shit like that going on. He's a real Phil Jackson type, but, and uh, like they don't really know what no. Buddhism or Zen is yeah. back in the 1980s. So. He goes on the story. He's talking about like when he was a patrolman and he he responded to a call at a house mm-hmm. and he goes in the back door. That's right. And the woman's bleeding and he goes in and there's a the husband's in the closet and just comes out Shoot. and. Just pulls a gun on him, and he's mm-hmm. just stuck there. And he's he just like, man. I disappeared, and ghost. I just walked out, and they didn't see me. And it's like, this is weird, but like, whatever. Delivered you, very bro. well. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, like, the they guy's killing keep it. the single shot on him he's the whole time. He's doing great. He delivers it. Like, it's this, like, really important yeah. speech to the rest of the movie, but it's just <laughs> gibberish. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next scene, Hardcastle and uh, fucking Arch are sitting in the room staring into her fucking apartment, and Hardcastle is just giving him the fucking business because he likes to eat sushi. <laughs> yeah. There's just some great just 1980s. We're very skeptical of sushi as a society yeah. thing right here. It's he doesn't fucking hard. like it. He starts talking more about Zen and spirituality, and all this shit just feels like very loosely scripted. Like, I really feel like these guys kind of just got bullet points and then they just like went with it because seems none if, of the dialogue in this yeah. movie feels like pointed or crafted. It just feels like natural in a way, but also just kind of like shaggy and like it's going on too long yeah. and we're not getting to the point. And this movie could be a lot shorter if somebody would have just like stuck to the script more. I like that uh, it's 1981 and this movie does uh, one of my favorite uh 70s 80s tropes of Ooh, what's uh, that? hey we're not that far removed from Pearl Harbor 
Oh, you yeah. can still That's call right. him Japs. Oh, yeah, he's fucking, fucking Hardcastle's throwing around a lot of uh, racial slurs in this thing. But uh, then we learned that Hardcastle's just there to fill in for a couple minutes because Burt Reynolds needed to take a shower. Yeah. But she comes out. Uh, he was clearly beaten off. He's been like, staring at her through that window all day. This was classic 70s. I'd be getting this because we'd be seeing all that fucking Burt Reynolds man meat on display mm-hmm. here. But like he's kind of got a towel draped around his shoulder here. So he's not really showing all yeah, of it off. It seems like he's a little bit fucking, uh, I don't know, self-conscious. He knew he needed to get a shirtless scene in here, but he didn't fully want to show everything off. And I'm like, come on, Burt, you got to go for it, buddy. He's sure only so. 81. You're not that old. Yeah. How old is he here? Mm, that's a good question. I'll figure out if I can do the math. But like, the math of when he was born. A little later on, he's wearing like a tank top and stuff, and he's got he's some pipes going. Decent, looking pretty decent. Good. This been, if we're going to get him good. out of a shower for no reason, this should have been much more of a... I mean, like I said earlier, throw some fucking buns in this thing. You got a man coming out of a shower for no reason. Throw some fucking buns in the movie. Uh, what, did, what year do we say? Uh, this was 1981. Oh, he's, I forget the year of his birth. He's 45. It's, okay. He's born yeah. at 36. Yeah, so he's, he's, still, he's still looking good for this, 45. For well, sure. this might be one of his like first real uh, uh, fucking uh, uh, w- what you alleged that he's wearing a rug mm. movies. You and know? Certainly uh, him directing himself and yeah. giving himself some capital A acting scenes. Maybe. Think kind of just an attempt at a transition from like, I'm not just that guy that makes fucking exploitation yeah. car chase movies. I'm a real actor. Well, you, you heard... To this movie's detriment, I think, a few times. You heard uh, fucking Eastwood made uh, Any Which Way But Loose. Mm, great film. And Reynolds my favorite was like, films. bro, you're making comedies. It's kind of my wheelhouse. If your movie does well, <laughs> you just right. wait. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make fucking Dirty Harry in Atlanta. Ugh. I get that. Yeah, I can I can see those guys yeah. having like a precursor to this Stallone pissing contest. Schwarzenegger pissing yeah. contest thing. Yeah, that was definitely a thing for okay. sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we move on to more surveillance scenes where we're just watching people through curtains and you can't yeah. really tell who they are or anything. And I'm like, you gotta... I get, I get like... We see it from their perspective where we're not yeah. seeing anything, but you also got to have a camera in the fucking room for the audience's perspective right. if we're going to go this fucking long of surveillance scenes so we at least have a little idea what's going on. Yeah. And finally, finally we get it because we're finally going to advance the plot a little bit after literally, I think it was like 20 minutes because the least. governor's in the room with her now. They've got the governor on tape fucking, he's down on his knees like sniffing her cooch. I think now, he's promising to buy her a house is what's going on here. He is. And I want to ask you something because he pulls up in his car mm-hmm. and he gets out up front. Okay. Did you notice anything about who was in the car? No, because I was definitely fucking half paying attention at this point in this endless fucking montage of surveillance fucking bullshit. It wasn't so, until he started putting his nose in her crotch where I was like, ooh, I think something's happening. Somebody important I noticed was in the car and I even wrote in the notes. I was like, oh, okay. Okay, let's uh, hit me up with Just it. Who let it? it out? Yeah. Smiley's in the car. Smiley's in the car with him. It's a big Fucking reveal later, oh, which is God, weird. That guy. But he's clearly in the car with him now. He thought that he was just an idiot cop. Turns out yeah. he's in deep to this shit. Okay. Okay, okay. So anyways. He she's is like, sniffing her cooter and saying he bought her a hell house. Hell yeah, this is like the end game of it's pretty cool. being a prostitute. I hooked in some rich guy to set me up for life. Sniffing prostitute cooter isn't cool. I get sniffing cooter, but like, oh, yeah. I don't think I want to. Come on, man. Yeah. That's not what you're paying for. I don't want to sniff a no, working hole. No. So, uh, there's been a lot of business going on in there. Oh, yeah. um, the business. But the phone rings, 
and fucking some foreign guys on the other end. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh no. This eh, must be a He's not going to like this for a second. Yeah. And he doesn't because we go into an argument. She's Victor's here. She's trying to tell him, like, hey, I, 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 he's going to buy me a house. Like, yeah. I'm not going to be a prostitute anymore. And I don't have like, to listen to you. He's like, no, I don't, I don't think you understand. That's not how it. this works. I'm a pimp and you're a whore. Uh, I'm going to come yeah, beat you and fuck you. That's not how it works. And she's like, oh, come on, man. And he's like, can it right, work that all right, way? All right, let's. I'm going to be nice about this. Let's just bang one more time, and then you're you're free you're to free. go. And I was like, oh, free as a maybe this guy's like a cool laid-back pimp. I don't know. Let's fucking just one more time, and then fucking... I like that she's like, I'm down with that arrangement. Sure. Let me just do some drugs and cry a bit yeah, real fast. Yeah, weird, because another weird cut here, because they like do some yeah. passionate kissing, yeah. and then it cuts away to you her think they're fucking already. looking in the mirror crying, and I'm like, oh, she, fucking she, just, cope? she just fucked him, and now yeah. like she's got to do some drugs to cope she hates with doing this shit. It was a bad experience. But we're wrong. But no, we're wrong. See, like... Film language tells us if yeah. we see somebody passionately kiss and then lay right. down and we cut away from it, we're cutting to after the sex happens. Right. That's just an established we thing in that. movies. We're trained to know that. We but know instead, that. no, she takes some drugs no. and cries in the mirror and then turns around and then has the sex. She does the skag too fuck, it's, which it's, is more realistic. More realistic, yeah. but also just a, you can't you can't cut like that. Like you're confusing me about where we are in the storyline. Kiss and start. What's pe- going on? Penis goes in. Yeah, that's, that's we're trained to feel that this way. This is what fucking happens right here. This is what for sure. Um. So, uh, but I really like once she gathers herself about her and wipes her tears. She does this like little, just like sexy dance towards the bed at him, where she's yeah, like with that hot little number. A little bit, and she's doing a little wiggle and I'm that like, white lingerie. And it's very, very slow motion, and there's yeah. just like this really melodramatic, weird, yeah. like fucking music playing, and just I don't know. It feels like something out of the 1940s or something. She does this like drag of her hand up her left thigh mm-hmm. till she like mm-hmm. loosely grabs her own vagina. That's right. But like when she's doing that left hand drag up the thigh, you can you can really see how bad her hands trembling, which might be another thing people talk about this uh, uh you know being based on or taking inspiration from Laura. It yeah. might just be all the weird sex scenes that seem like they're staged for movies from the 1940s well, and not a movie from the 1980s. That's fair. So she uh, fucking... <laughs> that's what Burt Reynolds thinks fucking looks she, like. Yeah, she clearly goes down. Uh, her head disappears into his lap. And I'm like, oh, we didn't even get to see her pull out her tits or anything. No. That's fucking lame. But then we cut to Burt Reynolds across the street just like... Crying? Crying. Because like he's... Fallen in love? Question mark with this woman, and now he's got to watch her blow an Italian yeah. pimp. Like, I, I I wrote in there, is Sharky crying? Yeah, I think like must just be racist. He was well, fine until it was an Italian guy she was doing it with. They zoom out, and it's not like tears are heavily flowing, but his eyes are super he's bloodshot. Definitely like trying not to cry, and, and like is it and. And I'm left here wondering, like... It's like, it's boy, like a it's, 15-year-old boy who's, yeah. like, going to a big party, and he's meeting a girl from his English class there, and he thinks he's going to hook up with her because they were talking, and he shows up, and she's, like, making out with the football player on the couch. Like, this is this grown man, badass cop's but, reaction to what's happening right here. Like, and, and I'm seeing that, and I'm like, is this guy crying? But at the same time, I'm like, well, he's also been, like... Watching this woman for what seems like a week. Dude, it could have been six years. Maybe his eyes are just 
fried and red. Like, maybe that's what he's trying to tell me. Like, I don't understand what I'm supposed to think here. He goes on to cry several more times, so I think it confirms that, yes, he is crying in the scene. You know, but before, I didn't know. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Victor gets dressed and leaves her place. Okay, yeah, that's right. He's done fucking. He's he's done fucking. uh, Leaves. Sharky uh, runs downstairs. Gets the plates oh, real okay. quick. We skipped part of the thing. Yeah, it's fucking right here. My my notes. I skipped ahead because uh, yeah. Here, Sorry. Here we go to the next thing. Here I got go you. I got right. you. We cut to Henry Silva staking out the same apartment with his binoculars. Not Is that yet. Where we at right now? No, okay, no, 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 no. So, fucking Vic fucks. Her. I think I had to stop the movie for the night after I saw Burt Reynolds crying and was like, "All right, I'm gonna finish the rest of this." I don't. Tomorrow. I don't ever want to see that in my life. <laughs> Time to go to bed. <laughs> you made the right decision. So he sees uh, old. Because my next bullet point after that is, good Lord, we're still looking through drapes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he, he sees her bang. He he sees Vic get dressed and leave. And mm. he's like, oh, we got activity. Runs downstairs. Gotta do some police work. Gotta he, wipe my tears away and do some police work. And it's another weird like jump scene into back to where we just were. And there was no point for the scene. So he gets the plates. He gives Nash the fucking information. Uh, Nash gets back to him and he's like, oh, man, I'm not getting any hit on the plates. But they do this like outside of the the stakeout house. They mm. put it in another location for no reason. Mm. And it does nothing except bounces There's right back. Far to, too many establishing right. shots in this movie that are used Right. Incorrectly. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they you never know where you are. They do that just to bring us right back to Burt Reynolds in the stakeout house and quote unquote Domino comes mm. home. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. And this is when we cut to Henry yeah. Silva from some other different point of view. Yeah. Staking out the same four doors down with his binoculars and uh, doing doing some fucking rails there, just blowing some fucking rails while he's doing yeah. this shit, which. We learn later is synthetic heroin. I just assumed this is like the 80s. He must be like some coked up, jacked up guy. But I once thought again, it was, things get much sadder than that. Yeah, I thought it was uh, coke as well. And then he pulls out a gun and I was like, maybe it's some kind of amphetamine and he's going to yeah. like do some sniping. I, I Throughout most of this movie, like my problem was I thought I was watching an action movie. I thought I knew. And I thought I knew who these characters were. And then they just revealed themselves to be like yeah. sad crybaby people. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what kind of movie am I watching? That should be the tagline of this movie. Yeah. Sharky's Machine. I thought I knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so he basically gets a shotgun, goes over to this apartment, Domino's apartment, rings the doorbell. So much cooler than sniping her across the street. And then right before she opens the door... He just shotguns a big hole through the door and, and yells blows her entire chest open and does one of his first of several crazy yeah. yells. Ah! He does a lot of just like, I'm on drugs. Uh-huh. That's right. Yelling. Once again, like, I think with the heroin thing, too, much like uh, how they, I don't think, knew what Buddhism and Zen was. Yeah. I don't think they really knew what heroin was, no. but we're just writing it into this movie. Yeah. It's, uh, Burt Reynolds is like, oh, fuck. I heard I about this. saw the love of my life get shotgun murdered. I got I to gotta run over there and do something about it. Yeah, he this. does. He does. He does. He's, he's up and he's running. I wrote, thank God the rear window portion of this movie fucking finally seems to be over because it was not my cup of tea. No. Not my cup of tea. 
How do you think it's stacked up against Shia LaBeouf's rear window? I remember enjoying that one. What was it? Yeah. Suburbia? Is that what yeah. that was called? Probably watch that, that one, one again. Was okay. I'm going to give that one a Pretty revisit. Okay. Yeah, probably you should. Uh, double we, feature with Fright Night works Works as a great double feature. Can we like Shia again? Is he in trouble? I never stopped liking him. I never did either. Did he try to eat somebody like Army Hammer or something from what I remember? I think he might have taken a nibble out of somebody at some point. He did a lot of things. Remember, he was like getting in fights with cops when he was filming something in Chicago like 10 years ago or something. That was in the news a lot. There's that show. Drunk uh, in like a Walgreens parking lot or something. I don't know. There's a there's a YouTube show that got turned into a real ooh, show. Ooh, the YouTube. Where, he, where this guy interviews people while he makes them eat hot wings. Okay, yeah, I've seen... Yeah. Uh, not clips of it, but YouTube trying to get me to watch yeah. clips of it plenty of times. Watch the Shia one. Really going to make Ooh, you appreciate stuff. them. Interesting stuff. I'm telling right. you. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we cut to the crime scene getting investigated, and uh, yeah. the, the lieutenant uh, shows up. Frisco. He's screaming his fucking head off. He sure is. He's like, uh, what the fuck's going on here? The body's already gone. Where's fucking homicide? They're like, oh, we didn't call homicide. It's like, that's not how fucking you do things when you're a policeman. And I'm like, well, you're the one who told Sharky from the beginning. These were the renegades who didn't do things the fucking way, man. They're like, we're not calling homicide. Those guys are going to sweep it under the rug. We're just going to solve this fucking shotgun murder. Don't worry about it, Lieutenant. Yeah. Fucking get off my dick. His screaming is crazy here, though. You just hear his, like, vocal cords just scraping in this Frisco, fucking Frisco, yeah. He's just blowing out his fucking yeah, voice. he's losing it, man. Might be the most over-the-top fucking superior officer screaming yeah. performance since 48 hours, I think. Probably. I don't think anybody before, goes more over the this top is of the before screaming. 48 hours. No, nah, that was in fucking 77 or oh, something. Oh, that's... Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking of another 48. Uh... The one uh, CSI guy they got there, uh-huh. the dorky little guy. Yeah. You know who that is? Uh, voice of Piglet. That's who it is. Yeah. yeah. I, I learned that, but I didn't learn that until a little bit later in my research. For you sure. learned. I, I heard the guy you talk. You heard the guy's voice right I was away, like, that's was fucking like, yeah. Piglet, bro. I knew the voice for sure, yeah. but didn't didn't fucking... Uh, anyways, uh, From great, the great exchange ones. here yeah. is when uh, fucking Frisco is like, uh, this is the same one that wasted that chink hooker? And then uh, fucking Arch is like, Asian. Asian. <laughs> and then he's like, Asian? And walks away. And fucking Hardcastle just thumbs towards him and she goes, college. <laughs> I didn't catch the college. <laughs> college. <laughs> oh, lordy. He's, he's not calling the, he's calling the chinks Asians, fucking college boy. Uh, good times. Good times. Uh, after this, we move into a big jazz montage, I think. What, what we got? Well, no, 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 because we got a montage. Here. Yeah, there's fucking police are doing police work. A bunch of jazz is fucking happening over the fucking soundtrack. Before it's real groovy shit, man. Before the fucking juke joint, though. No, no, that, I'm not talking about the blues club. I'm talking about the montage with all the jazz music. Oh, the jazz. Okay, yeah, this is the police montage. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, very, yeah. very groovy music over this montage. Yeah, what, what do they do? They go over to. Uh... They find the place Silva must have been right. stalking from, which yeah. I don't know how they quite made. That leap, but then they because they because okay, Burt Reynolds is like, I don't get it, I'm the only fucking person over there, mm-hmm. and somebody's like, 
Yeah, except for the people that have been out of country for a couple okay, weeks. Okay, so they go check that yes. out. They find what they decide is synthetic heroin on yeah. the windowsill that he was fucking blasting rails of earlier. And they're like, okay, this is some sort of, we got this tested. It's some sort of boutique drug. Now we can fucking trace where this was sold from, find out who probably bought a bunch of it recently. Oh, and, also... Uh, once again, the best police work I've seen in a movie since we started this podcast. Also, they lifted fucking fingerprints from the commode. Fingerprints, Matt. Fucking, yeah. I am not used to seeing yeah. all of this police work in a movie. But I gotta say, earlier, trying to match like shotguns to the like pattern of the hole uh, blasted in the door and stuff. So much police work happened. Oh, even the little bit of shit we got when like CSI was in there looking at stuff, and mm-hmm. the fucking one mm-hmm. dude was like, "Look, he blew it open with a shotgun." Judging by this, held the shotgun right there. Tells me he was tall enough to at least put force into the gun against the door. Right. And I was like, well, well we, somebody just get yeah. in their car and start driving around in circles until uh, we find this guy? Uh, what is this movie? Uh, and when we get a little, like we said, it's a montage of them getting all this shit done. But earlier in the movie, they do like loose montages where mm-hmm. they're like, we're doing a montage, even mm-hmm. though we didn't tell you we're doing a montage. It'll like break into like a dialogue full dialogue scene but then like go back into the montage it works here though it's dreamlike it's, it works it's a dreamlike here, pacing it's like you're watching spring breakers kind of earlier i'm like yeah it doesn't really work but right here i'm like oh you're just getting boring police work out of the uh, way yeah it works and i get to fucking groove just to some, some jazz some <laughs> trippy ass jazz now after this we go to the blues club now we're at the juke mm-hmm. joint so uh Fucking old Arch shaking down an owner in the back room. He's like, oh, who's been buying these drugs? I know you're selling these drugs out of this place. We should have mentioned real quick uh, in the previous montage, it ends with Sharky addressing the governor at one of the events. Or Hotchkins, Mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. hoping to be governor. That's right. Soon to be governor elect. Uh, so he's questioning the guy about, like, uh, he knows he's selling drugs. Who sells the drugs? Uh, the questioning doesn't go too well, so he's basically got to throw him off a balcony. Yeah. Which he does. He does. He throws him off the back balcony. The guy smashes into some garbage cans. We're in, like, a hardcore wrestling match right yeah. here. He hops down, grabs him by the collar some more. He's like, you tell me fucking who this guy is buying these drugs from Who'd you. Who you sell the drugs to? Guy's yeah. just about to crack when he sees over fucking Archer's shoulder fucking henry silva himself arch doesn't billy see him, score arch, arch does see not him. see him he's like well i can't fucking finger this guy while he's watching me being shaken down by the cops i'm in a real pickle right now carlos carelli billy score yeah that's right so he's like uh what am i gonna do uh punch the cop and run away yeah which only thing he could do in that fucking situation it was it was a great plan i gotta give this fucking club owner here some props right yeah there. i mean he does he gets away uh, what happens next is insane, Matt. Well, how so? He gets away from the cops. That's he, not uh, crazy. Ducks into some shadows yeah, in like an alley, makes maybe sense. like hides behind a dumpster or something. I get it. And then uh, this Atlanta crime movie. Uh, oh, Silva catches up to him. Nope, ninjas appear out of nowhere, Matt. Multiple ninjas show up out of the darkness and nunchuck him to death. Huh. My mind was blown. Yeah. I had never in a million years would I have guessed that ninjas is the direction yeah. this movie was going in next. My, I was thrown right back into that opening scene where one bullet exploded a whole car. Yeah. I was like, well, are we going to get back into a crazy over-the-top 80s action movie? Because that sounds great. There's ninjas in this thing all of a yeah. sudden. My, my thought was just, 
1981. I don't know. I thought maybe it was time to go to bed again. <laughs> I was like, I'm not watching this close enough. I think I started watching a different movie or something. Yeah. <sighs> hey, pause this. Am I still watching Sharky's Machine? What's, what's fucking going on here? Suspension of dis- disbelief, I guess. Yeah, fucking uh, next scene, old Victor the Pimp and the Governator are in a car together. Yeah. The politician's like... Ah, fucking what do you mean the whore's dead? I'm in love with that whore. I was going to buy her a house and stuff, you piece of shit. You gone too far, Vic. Victor's playing it cool, though, because he knows, like, he's a fucking killer crime boss guy. So he's just like, uh, let me cut you off real quick. Uh, you need to shut the fuck up. Uh, you fell in love with a whore like a fucking idiot. idiot. Uh, fucking, you're just a dumb mark. Uh... Fucking, I don't respect you at all. Not even You're not going to talk to me like this. No. And then the scene ends really weirdly. Uh-huh. He's like, uh, either you're going to stay in the car with me or I'm going to let you out. Silence. Silence. Close up on Victor's face. Silence. Yeah. Silence. Close up on the governor's face. Silence. Silence. It's like two minutes of yeah. them just silently taking a car ride together. Yeah. And then it ends and I'm like, well, what the fuck was that? Not. Don't have any idea what the fuck that was. Don't forget that that four to five minutes of silence That's right. was built up beforehand with like five to ten minutes of them being like, I'll, I'll pull the car out and let car over and let you out That's right, right here. Yeah. I'll, I'll let you out right here. It's, it's, I'll let you out right it's here. It's like a dad and it just, threatening children that it we was, weren't going to go to the Chuck E. Yeah, Cheese. It was like five minutes of that into five minutes of them just, hmm. I don't know where they were going or why. No. Uh, but the next scene... But Victor's clearly the daddy. Sharky and the gang from the Vice Squad are just yeah. hanging out at a baseball game. <laughs> no, wait. No, no. Minor league game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. Just scrolling down. So, uh... Oh, no, wait. Vice, are we there yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're at the Vice minor league there. game. The fucking lieutenant shows up. He's like, all right, give me a fucking briefing. They're like, all right, we figured out the killer's a junkie. Uh, we can attach him to several murders that happened. One of them earlier in the mu- movie. Another yeah. one's I just... I don't know if there was other ones too, I guess. Who cares? Uh, we're just going to give you this rundown here at this uh, very public, uh, very sparsely attended minor league baseball game. Yeah. Because the... we're worried about getting jumped by ninjas. Yeah. You're not going to be able to jump us in the middle of this baseball stadium in broad daylight. So right. This, this is why we're having this meeting right here. I mean, it's smart. <laughs> it's genius. They, they don't get jumped by ninjas. If the fucking Foot Clan is stalking you, start going to Little League games. This right. Is, this is the moral of this story. Yeah. The, of course the Ninja Turtles kept getting attacked. They're always in the fucking sewers, man. They're okay. in the fucking subways. Okay, here's where... Here's where uh, next scene. Sharky's back at the murder scene. Yeah, he's Just back at Domino's. Checking things out. Uh, sniffing things. When what... I thought was Domino, who was the dead girl, shows yeah. up and is just like, what are you doing here? Yeah. And then I'm like, I thought she was dead, A. B, she's talking to Burt Reynolds like she knows who he is. Right. Just like a casual, what are you doing in here? Uh, was there two girls? Did another one die? I'm very confused. Yeah. I have no idea what's happening here. And uh, she's like, oh, where's Tiffany? Yeah, that's our, like, our prostitute friend, Tiffany. Uh, I'm Sharky from Vice. I thought you were dead, and I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Sharky thought she was the girl who died, too. Yeah. I thought I had just been watching the movie completely wrong okay. for, like, the last 30 fucking minutes. And I feel like the movie let me hang on that. Like, yeah. they tried to set it up like it was a twist, and we all be like, oh, the twist. But I think 
it just felt to me like it wasn't a twist. It was just unclear filmmaking, and I had missed a bunch of shit. It was supposed to be a twist. Yeah. You were supposed uh-huh. to get that, that. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, she walked in, and I was like, Didn't well, she's still me, alive. And I was able to suss together, like, so Tiffany got it. Yeah. And then they were I don't like, remember there being a hey, Tiffany, Tiffany at any point, because we were watching all of the interactions through fucking drapery, and you couldn't see who was in the room any of the goddamn time. Yeah, they, it, she and Tiffany went to uh, the aerobics dance class together. Great. Okay, so turns out Ugh. Tiffany's dead. Not Domino, but everybody thinks it was Domino who died, including the bad guys, Billy Score and Victor. Yeah. So that's important to know going forward. That, that is true. Sharky's got a big ace up his sleeve right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, next scene, Nosh is getting killed, though, so that's not good for anybody. He's calling oh. up Sharky. He's like, oh, bad news, Sharky. I'm at my house and all the tapes are stolen, like all the fucking police work we've done and shit. Yeah. That's not good. And mean, meanwhile, we see fucking old Billy Score lurking around in the background with this fucking shotgun. Yeah. And it's like all dark. And it's like, uh-oh. That little girl who likes to get kissed on the mouth by Burt Reynolds. Yeah. Hope she likes it a lot. He's going to be raising her from now on because she's an orphan. Or does she get murdered? She might get shotgun murdered, hung too. Hung from the closet. Yeah, we don't, we don't address like that. Jimmy Dove's dog. <laughs> he does not. Killed my fucking daughter. <laughs> Killed my fucking daughter, man. Oh, Jimmy Dove. Just oh, It's coming up on uh, oh. St. Paddy's Day. We're going to have to watch that 4th of July set movie. Let's do it. This should have been a St. Paddy's Day movie. I'm ready. It's time I'm for, ready. Time for the first time we do a movie twice, Blown Away 2, I'm fine I with that. <laughs> I am 100% fine. And then we got to find three be. other Irish action movies. For Are we finally doing uh, Boondock Saints? Oh, I refuse to watch Boondock Saints. I mean, I've never seen it, but maybe. Uh, Go to the next scene, and uh, Burt Reynolds is crashing with the whore. He yeah. takes her out to what we learn is like his family's summer house. Out yeah. In fucking, not in the woods, because they're like right next to a fucking elementary school or something. It's the house that he grew up in. Yeah, it sure It is. came on the market a couple uh-huh. years ago, and he bought it. Mm-hmm. And he's been coming there every weekend to fix it up, you see. This is a lot of weird backstory we're getting. Yeah. This, I'm just... What, is, what kind of movie am I watching? I'm asking he, as we hear all this talk. He's like happy to give it up to her, and she's just like, I don't care. I'm, yeah, a I'm whore. really not interested. I'm, I'm a, a whore. whore who it turns out my pimp is trying to kill me. Yeah. And he's like, uh, take the bed. I'll sleep on the floor. And she's like, yeah. I know. She gives him the classic Star Wars, I yeah. know. And I'm like, that's pretty rough. Just yeah. shut down hard by a fucking whore. And he's asking about Vic, and she's all like, hey, he owns me, he owns you. Yeah, he's like, I'm not owned by anybody. And she's like, yeah, yeah, sure, man. Uh, Why do you have a bunch of pictures of me all over the wall? Yeah. (laughs) Which, he responds, I don't know. (laughs) 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 Like, you can just be like, oh, I've been surveilling you. Like, it's Uh, part of the police work. Like, I don't know, uh, looking for clues or something. But he instantly just breaks down, just hang dogs. He's like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I'm hanging on by a thread here, quite frankly, Domino. Oh, jeez. We've clearly established that I've been spending all my time at that yeah. apartment across the way. Like, so instantly, when did I get here to hang these pictures? He knows he's been found out as a creep, so he starts getting all defensive, and he's like, yeah. getting, getting yelling at her for being a whore. Hey, you whore! You're a fucking dirty whore. How are you living here? Yeah! And I'm just like, oh, God, Sharky. Yeah. Don't... 
He's getting a lot of, he's doing a lot of like Bogart type like uh, delivery here where he's like doing like a, hey, here, yeah. you, you, you stupid twist dame. He's, yeah. he's doing some throwback noir shit in his delivery right here. He's, he throws it back. So she doubles down. Mm-hmm. She's like, never mind the pictures. You watched Vic fuck me. You probably liked it, you cuck. Yeah, he, she's really just talking down to him. And he's like, he's like, I'm officially at the point where I'm, probably gonna have to yeah. hit you to so prove he's, a point like he's that but he's also like halfway to crying again yeah like there's just so many emotions so he finds the in-between lifts her up and pushes her against the wall <sighs> but she's like didn't hit her didn't hit her just guided her to the wall she's like listen you fucking dork i'm gonna go take a shower so then she goes starts to take a shower yeah. to which she just stands there muttering himself i forgot about her pictures yep how butts? Butts. Hey, butts. Turns into like fucking Gil from The Simpsons. Yeah. All of a sudden, this fucking. He's doing scene. great. He's doing real good. Yeah. Ha! Huh, next scene. They should have played up a drinking problem. It would have been so much more believable. Yeah. This. There's maybe some of that stuff on the cutting room floor. Yeah. Like, what is he's he's way in the bottle here or something? She comes out and uh. He starts screaming at her after she's yeah. done taking the showers. Like, you're gonna tell me what Victor's last name is. Yeah. This is, you gotta tell me. He's gonna blow us away. Yeah. But she just keeps mocking him for like, oh, you're like in love with me in a fucking yeah. weird stalker. Ew. Ew, you're gross. Look at you. You're a fucking dork loser. Don't you feel like a pathetic peeping Tom? He pushes back, doubles down. He's like, you're a whore, you whore. No, no, he says, you bitch. Don't make me call you what you really are. Yeah. And she's like, I'm a dancer. <laughs> to which she responds, I had to put your fucking lights out. Yeah. Yeah. This interaction. That's when he insane. slaps her. And at this point, I'm like, oh, this is going to be some classic 80s shit where like just like mean sexual aggression just suddenly leads to like some aggressive making out Humpin', and yeah. then they're going to like be fucking and she's going to like it. The dry humping that leaves burns that's on your not dick. where it goes no. it goes into a full-on like aggressive he starts full-on raping her yeah. throws her on the bed fucking shaking her fucking around starts fucking raping her and she just starts sobbing because she realizes she's being raped and i'm like well this has gotten a lot darker than I he's raping her i think he's just on top of her he is one quarter of the way into a raping. Well, yeah. She starts he sobbing could. so hard. Good. He, he realizes he's begun to rape her. Yeah. So then he fucking pulls back. Yeah. And then he's just like, uh, starts muttering about how he's the type of guy who's never had a thousand dollars. No, 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 no. She's like, he's like, uh, he's getting all mad, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I just wanted to be fucking held. Like, don't you know how to hold somebody? And he goes, yeah, I just don't have a thousand dollars. Doubles, triples down, calling her a whore one last time. Incel, like modern internet virgin shit going on in this character right now, which once again, periodically this movie just goes back into being like a stupid 80s action movie. And I'm like, all right, we're, we're just, there was just one weird scene, but then it goes back into some weird melodramatic, like yeah. it's just straight, like 70s Burt Reynolds weird. movie. The next scene ah, where he's just like, let's make a little small talk yeah, the next day and know. fuck. So I'm just like, Whoa, that was fucking super dark. What just happened. 
clearly they're he just McCluskey's not using the like oh we chafe against each other until we move into a romance plot that I thought no. we were. But then in the very next scene, yeah. it's the morning, yeah. and then we are right into that, right. where they're like all talking all tender to each other yeah. over the breakfast nook and like filling each other in on their backstories and shit. Right. Like, you remember that rape that happened like six hours ago? Yeah. Where you were sobbing uncontrollably and you just kept muttering about there how was, she's a whore. And there you- was blood on your teeth from where I slapped you in the mouth. Nope. Nope. <laughs> no, 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 no. No. Uh, next scene, we're just tender talking, which yeah. builds up to like a romantic kiss. And I'm like, what? They're like, Sherry, this is an emotional roller coaster, like this 10 minute period of this yeah. movie. I just could not figure out what I was watching. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fucking Sharky's old partner and old Frisco oh, the ki- are arguing the, in the street, I think. The kiss thing, though, uh-huh. it's even more weird. You missed one more point. Okay. So, like, they make out... I think I had my face in my hands at some point. She gives him the old, uh, what, did, what, what, did, what did she tell him? Uh, 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 you're a strange guy, Sharky. And he goes, sure yeah, is. that's what everybody tells me. And then they start making out. But nope. then they stop. They, they don't, don't go all the yeah, way. No, no. And then something else happens. And then she again goes, you're a strange guy, Sharky. And he goes, yeah, that's what everybody tells me. And then they make out again and then fuck. I think we could have done that on the first one. And also, nobody's insinuated that he's a strange guy at all. No. At any point during this movie. No. That's not how anybody treats him whatsoever. He's just been pretty much Burt Reynolds' cool guy. And also, we just hear like the sound of little children playing outside of the window the whole time this is happening. Why? I don't know. He's like Mick Jagger. But it leads into the last scene, which we'll get to. He sits and watches the children play. He certainly hey. does. Uh, so fucking yeah. uh, former partner Jojo and fucking uh, Frisco, Frisco right. screaming at each other in the street. Yeah. Old Joe seems to have found out something. He's like, yeah. somebody's dirty. I figured yeah. it out. The fix is in. There's a shark in the apartment. His fucking head. He's being very vague, though. He's not telling us what he knows, even though he could very easily be telling us, but it's just the movie's got to string it along a little bit so that the plot doesn't get solved yeah. right away. He's like, Frisco, all you need to go is I'm leaving you right now mm-hmm. and immediately going to the DA's office as soon as I cross that street. Unfortunately. What mm, happens? There's some bad guys in a car. What? They run him down before he can Jesus tell anybody Christ. the pertinent information. He just needed to cross the seemingly street. seemingly figured out off screen oh. entirely because we haven't seen him in this movie since like... 30 scenes ago. It's just <laughs> like I thought how, he wasn't a character anymore. It's just like how Reynolds figured out the code, uh, man. Uh, so we go back to Sharky's country scene after this. Yeah, I just wrote, we never should have left. This man, this scene is weird. He's sitting there with the, the body language of a little boy. Yeah. And she's just talking to him all patronizing yeah. like he is a little boy and he's just taking it and she's like oh, i caught you doing something weird over here yeah. what are you doing oh what are you carving a rose into the wood on the wall right here and he's like yep he's kind of got his shoulders shrugged and he's yeah. all like falling inside himself like yeah. Uh, yeah i guess i was i'm just like what? he's like what is this it's like a more retarded rocky yeah he's turned into like fucking of mice and men he's like yeah. strangling baby rabbits because he's hugging him too hard all of a sudden it's gotten this weird is not what his character has no. acted like no. at all up to this point uh. i guess he was carving a rose into the wall as some sort of romantic gesture to her whatever yeah. and she acts like she hates it and she's like you're a fucking nerd but then like 
She's like, uh, kind of, I like it, I guess, even though I was talking to you. Like, oh, this is where like they you're finally all pathetic. Fuck. I'm sorry. No, yeah, yeah, this is the first thing was yeah. just like a couple of like tentative kisses. Yeah. Like, oh, should we? Yeah. Shouldn't we? Uh, pretty weird. This one, we do this really. Yeah. It's a static shot where their faces are on the opposite sides of the screen, and then they just very slowly yeah. move their faces together while this, once again, like. Insane, gone with the oh, wind, or something. Sweeping romantic music, music plays over the score. This is completely this is where she... inappropriate. Not a left field from everything else this movie has yeah. been up to this fucking scene. Yeah. I literally, I was like, "Are we in a classic 1920s Hollywood romance?" All of a sudden, do, do, do. these two broken people should not be having a romance. The movie's sure? acting like this is a thing I've been waiting for. Yeah, for you wanted fucking, this, bro. You know, tone of this film is fucking out of control. Uh, I, don't I mean, know. she's a fine-looking movie prostitute. Indeed, she's definitely a pilf. Movie mm. prostitute. I like. I don't know. All of it. All of it. I broke my mopilf. Okay, so that yeah. scene. We're back into the cop movie that. Uh, yeah. Like two thirds of this movie is. Sharky's confident because he fucked a prostitute. Yeah. He's gonna go. So going solve s- some crimes. He's right going here. straight to the fanciest restaurant in Atlanta. Yeah. Fucking. Uh, he walks into a place. I said, "There's a lot of hot Asian bitches everywhere in this place." We learned that it's a fancy Chinese restaurant, so that okay. makes sense right there. So. I feel like the fanciest restaurant in Atlanta would be like a rainforest cafe. Would definitely not be a Chinese restaurant. Not native. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. But like if this movie was like ninety six and we're like we're going to the classiest yeah. place in Atlanta, you're going Let's to go rain- to the rainforest cafe. Right. Let's go to the Planet Hollywood Atlanta. Like it's, Ooh, gonna be, it's gonna be real nice. Totally got so one. So he walks right up to Victor's table all cocky. He's yeah. got whores all around him. He's like, Hey, you piece of shit. It's fucking me, Sharky the Cop. Uh, Vic's like, I know who you are. Yeah, he's like, yeah. oh, you're in trouble, buddy, because I've done some police work. He tells him, yeah. you're a lump of shit lying in the commode, and I've got yeah. my hand around the chain ready to pull it. That's right. I was like, how many old-timey chain-pull commodes were there around yeah. in 1981? This had to have been like language from the novel that was probably written in like the 50s or something I was seeing. Doesn't... uh. Doesn't a coal fire have a pull chain toilet? Oh, I don't know. I feel like they've got a. All my memories are blurry. That'd be very, uh, very hipster of them if they did for sure. They've got a weird. They've got a weird toilet of some sort. I'm remembering going in that bathroom. Been a lot of drunk in there a lot of times. It's hard to say. So Victor's wearing an ascot, looking like a real villain. He's got bitches all around him, and he just starts like telling Sharky how it is. Like, hey man, you're a fucking loser. Look yeah. at me. I'm surrounded by all these women who love me. Yeah. You're a fucking dork. You're surrounded by no one. Like, uh, just go away. Yeah. You don't have anything. You're not going to do anything. You're nothing. I like how he's like, because Sharky's like, I got you for fucking human trafficking and like fucking murder, oh, yeah. bro. All times they talk about kidnapping little girls and stuff. And we don't see any of this stuff happening, but they tell us. But that, that's how bad the things are. After Vic's like, you got nothing, he just offers up. He's like, I found Domino when she was 12, bro. I made her. I mm. created her mm-hmm. into what she is. And he's like weirdly kissing the other chicks next to him. And he's like, I, I'm, I'm going to make them into new dominoes. But like... 
They don't kiss him back. She, no. like, I think he catches the one just surprised because right. she's just got her mouth like gaped open. Like she's nope. literally just like an idiot with a, with her mouth gaped open yeah. and he tries to kiss her, but like she doesn't respond. And I think it was just this, this terrible actress. Right. <laughs> I don't think it was like a character moment. I think no. it was just like, uh, let's not bother getting another take of that. It's probably not going to work out with these chicks. I mean, I'm sure she just got cocaine and to suck Burt Reynolds' dick yeah, yeah. in exchange for being in the movie. But he's like, oh, funny you should mention Domino, because you thought she was dead, right? Uh, she's alive. Victor instantly is just like, oh, oh fuck. Oh, shit. If he's got an alive Domino, he does have a lot of stuff on me. And he's like, yep, that's right, man. Uh, turns out you've been walking all over people, and I don't like that, so I'm going to take you down. And then a super weird line where he's like, and you know what the worst part of it is? You're, You're from, from out of state. state. And that's how he leaves yeah. it. He walks away and I'm like, what? Nate. Is that just halfway to a racial slur? Like the worst part of it is you're an Asian. You're a fucking Italian guy. Can I ask you a question? Sure, yeah. If you were not on a good street, mm-hmm. what kind of street would you be on? Uh, streets behind? Not a good I feel street. Like this movie streets behind. Uh, Not a good street. Bad street. Atlanta, GA. Mm. Yeah, maybe you wouldn't want people from out of state mm. trying mm. to push people around guess, in your city. I guess that makes sense. It's got yeah. a lot of pride Some here. Civic pride. It's got a lot of here. pride. Sharky does. Next scene, Sharky's Atlanta's hero creeping around in a dark house. And I've like, been to Atlanta. Oh, they don't talk about Sharky at all. And <laughs> <laughs> here it's mentioned once. Fucked up. They should. Uh, turns out this is Nosh's house, and he's like, uh, hey, Nosh, uh, why is it dark? Why is yeah, everybody wake family up. around? Like, uh, what's going on? This is pretty weird. Showing up in your house in the middle of the night. Who's known to appear out of darkness suddenly, Matt? Ninjas, that's who. <sighs> suddenly, that's fucking Burt Reynolds gets in a oh, fight with God. ninjas. He does a lot better than that club owner did earlier because he's like because he's Burt Reynolds. beating up all the ninjas with roundhouses and yeah. hammer fists and just yeah. kicks to the gut. Yeah. He's basically using like late career Stone Cold Steve Austin's entire yeah. move set right here to take out these fucking ninjas. He's just doing the classic. Well, I'm a lot bigger. Yeah, than you. I'm a big old American, and our yeah. brawling style will take out any ninja any day That's of right. the week. Until finally, after he takes out like three or four, yeah. one uh, just boops him like on his head hit. with a with a, a nunchuck. So. Yeah. He's he's captured now. It's just two. It's just two ninjas. Oh, okay. Same two ninjas the whole movie. I can't tell. It's dark. There's ninjas yeah. coming from all angles. This is this is what ninjas do to you, man. You were on mescaline. Very confusing. Next scene, Sharky's all tied up, and some uh, uh, guys like, "Hey, Sharky, we got y'all fucking captured. Uh, yeah. Jojo and your boy Nash, they've both been killed. What do you think about that?" Oh yeah. And I'm like, who's this guy? Yeah. Who's like in charge of the ninjas? Who's fucking like interrogating Sharky now? It's nobody we've seen in this movie, right? Because he's in the shadows at first. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be like Henry Silva's character, Billy Score. And he's going to lean for. And I was like, no, no, that's a completely sort of bearded guy who's kind of got like an Ellis from Die Hard. Uh, that we've seen twice. We, we have seen him before. Yeah. Because I didn't recognize him seeing at all. I'm like, yeah. How's this guy a character in the movie all of a sudden? You didn't know who this was? No. Oh, this is this Smiley? There you go. Oh, it's okay. That's why I didn't. That's why he was in the limo oh, okay, earlier. Okay, so it's it's very dark. Like the scene's literally it? all in the darkness. I'm he's like, dirty. He's the dirty cop. guy here. Okay, so Sharky lunges at him and he's like, "Ah, oh, goddamn you, you dirty motherfucker! You killed all my friends." Yeah. He's like, "Uh, maybe you don't want to lunge at me." 
hey, ninja named Paco. Right. Why don't you show him how good you are with a butterfly knife? Hey, it's Filipino. Paco. Hey, it's Filipino. It's, it's cool. Uh, so then he does some butterfly knifing, and uh, Burt Reynolds gives him a, what is he, auditioning for a job at the Benihana? Yeah, he does say also that. Also would have maybe been a candidate for the fanciest restaurant in uh, Atlanta in 1981. That's if, fair. If he knows what a Benihana is at this point, no, I think I th- that would probably have been the fanciest restaurant. I think he's bringing that from L.A. I don't think they yeah, had I one. I think so, too. I think it's, it's a little apocryphal right here. Uh, pretty nice line, though. He burns Paco real hard. Yeah. Yeah, these are definitely Filipino ninjas. You can fucking tell for sure. Uh, so they're like, all right, we're going to start torturing your fingers with these butterfly knives. Yeah. Until you tell us uh, where Domino is. And, uh, Cutting it off at the joint, yeah. not the whole finger. Uh-huh. It turns out your whole confronting the bad guy in the middle of a restaurant that you've got a bunch of evidence and you can bust him and then not busting him, bad plan. <laughs> Didn't go over well. No. Now it's just giving him an opportunity to send the Foot Clan against you and now you're getting finger tortured. Yeah. Should have came up with a better plan for that arrest, yeah. I think, Burt Reynolds. Yeah, should have just arrested and then instead of finger cutting, you could be finger banging. That's right. That uh, prostitute. But he's he's getting tortured, he's getting knives in his fingers, and whew, this is not the way that a big hero in an 80s action movie getting tortured scenes usually go, because no. once again, Burt Reynolds starts crying, Yeah, like legit tears crying. Yeah, and, it uh, hurt. Smiley starts mocking him like, yeah. you're a crybaby, Sharky. Yeah. I always knew you were a crybaby. Yeah. And I'm like, he's not really talking shit because he really is just a crybaby. Yeah. He's been crying a lot for like the last 45 minutes of this movie. But all fairness, he's crying about stuff. In all fairness, they like cut off one of his fingers. Yeah, sure. And he doesn't say anything. He has to watch a girl he's not even dating yeah. give a guy a blowjob. He cries. He gets his pinky finger cut off. He cries. It's a lot of crying. Man. Well, it isn't until he gets the second finger cut off till he's like, okay, I'm going to cry. Yeah, he really hurts. starts just crying a lot. And I'm just like, huh. This is, this is a confused cop movie. I realize that Burt Reynolds is giving himself scenes to where he could show off his range, but I don't think he's thought who this character is. I think he's just thought of this as his like new acting portfolio he's going to put out into the world. Either way, maybe he's lulled our bad guy into a false sense of safety. Oh, he has. Because uh, old Smiley's like, ninjas, this guy's a fucking Why don't you cuck. Hit the bricks? I'll take care of this. Take five. I got this from here. Fucking our hero, McCluskey, mm-hmm. fucking mm-hmm. Sharky, reaches down Sharky to his boot, thinks he's going to outdo Smiley and grab a, a gun oh, boot. No. Smiley's like, I, I knew or you had that, that, that boot gun. I yeah. fucking got rid of that thing, you fucking idiot. Yeah, he's like, we fucking fingered your butthole. Mm-hmm. We checked everything. You got nothing. And then uh, he's like, all right, plan B. <laughs> Pushes the table Just in the smiley's face. Flips the table, takes his gun out of his pants and shoots him with it. In the gut. Right in the gut. It's a good plan B as far as yeah. plan Bs go. It is. So then he's fucking, there's still some, another, a ninja runs in and he shoots yeah. shoots the one, but maybe that's Paco. Probably not. Probably, we, we don't hear the no. other one's name, so I'm sure Paco is the second ninja. It's gotta be. Paco's still out there, so yeah. he's got a, he's got a. Sneak around in the darkness hunting Paco here for a while. What's he gonna hunt him with? Probably a spear gun that he finds somewhere in this yes. hangout. So yeah, yes. He tracks Paco to the back porch, uh-huh. shoots him in the chest with a spear gun, uh-huh. and then kicks him off the porch. Yeah. To which he falls into some sort of body of water. It waited a long time, and I like that we set up that uh-huh. Paco couldn't just fall in there naturally. 
But uh, Sharky had to oh, yeah. kick him. You got to give him one of those fucking Hulk Hogan big boots off he the fucking to. end of that porch for fucking sure. Send him home happy. <sighs> you get it. Next scene, speaking of happy, we're at a big victory rally. The governor, the governor-elect is announcing he's won the fucking election. Everybody's there. They're cheering their heads off. Good governor, man. Fucking stupid hats people wear at those stupid political rallies. I don't know where those things came from or oh, why yeah. people do that, but they look real dumb in those fucking weird hats. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, give it a big fucking speech, man. He's like, oh, we did such a good job. Oh, shit. Is that I'm Domino? The- Ooh. Ooh. Maybe I'm a little rattled. Uh, nope. No, Pro- no, couldn't have been there. Just keep back talking. Keep talking. Back keep talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I made a lot of campaign promises. Pretty sure that's Domino oh, back there. But, uh, I think it, it, Could she's be. supposed to be dead. <sighs> Let me regain my composure. Clearly, yeah. third just, time. Yeah, you're good here. You're good here. Nope, that's definitely her standing with Why Sharky. Why not? Right Sharky's there from too. From the Vice Squad. Yeah, yeah. I think that I'm in trouble now. Yeah. Starts looking around, sees all the different members of Sharky's machine. Yeah. Which weird yeah. name for this movie, yeah. Sharky's machine? Yeah. They like throw it into the script a couple of times, like oh, Sharky and your machine. I but, think it's a bigger deal in the book. Yeah, must be because these guys aren't really his team. He's not really in charge. <laughs> like. It's just he's working on the Vice Squad, and so yeah. are they. Like, I don't know. It's not like an A-team type situation where they really become this, like, ragtag no. group. Like, Yeah, uh, no, the yeah. moral of the story is he gets busted down to Vice, he gets to Vice, and turns out those guys aren't opposed to doing police work. Sure, yeah. It's, uh, it's very much like McNulty's uh, storyline in The Wire, which I think mostly ripped off Sharky's machine. There you go. So, uh, anyways, at this point, he's completely rattled. He's just can't form a fucking sentence. He's staggering around. Everybody's like, oh, fucking new governor. What's wrong? And then yeah. he gets led off the fucking uh, stage by a uh, fucking old Arch and Papa. Uh-huh. And then we get some newscasts and they're just like, uh, weird shit happened at the political rally. Turns out the new governor-elect was escorted out of there by police after he started freaking out. I don't know what's going on yeah. there. Something crazy. Seems like something crazy happened. Just working through some things. Next scene, the bad guys are making some plans. Victor and Billy score having some face-to-face time here. And he's like, uh, yo, Victor, bad news. Our our fucking governor who we had bought just got arrested by the vice squad. Yeah. Fucking, hey, baby, uh, this this is no big a deal. It's $20,000 by another politician. Here's a couple lira. So. Silva's acting unhinged. He's just snorting heroin and yelling, no, no, no. Yeah. And this is where, like, at first I was like, oh, I expected him to be all cracked out because he was snorting shit, and then it's heroin. I guess he's like a weird junkie. But now he's, like, snorting heroin, but also acting like he's cracked out like it's cocaine. And this is where I was like, well, clearly they just have no idea what heroin is. You wouldn't be (laughs) tweaking, bro. You'd be nodding. Exactly. He's fucking tweaking right here. And then he starts, like, acting all wimpy, kind of like a sharky. And he's just like, Victor's getting in his face and, like, fucking poking his chest. And he's like, yeah, you're a fucking little wimpy baby. Why don't you act more like me? Be a man. He's like, we got to split for this reason, bro. Yeah. So he's like, act like you. Act like you. I will try. I love you. I and I'm like, try. what? What is this I scene? I love you. This is the first time we've even seen these guys face-to-face interacting as brothers. And I have no idea what their dynamic is. It's all over the place and weird. And I think like, oh, clearly he's kowtowed. Like a, yeah. he's just the submissive brother who does whatever his brother tells him. No, then he just shoots his brother in the back and murders him. Right. Well, Victor. He's on, he's on drugs. The main bad guy is dead now. Right. Sharky doesn't even have a confrontation with him ever. Yeah. Which, 
seemed like what this whole movie was building to. Right, he really wanted no. to get his hands on him. It's not, it's not, it's not at all what's happening anymore. Yeah, I know. So, uh, uh, guess we gotta go forward without the main bad guy now. Yep. Which is, Vice doesn't know this, so. No. We get, uh, them showing up at the one skyscraper yeah. in Atlanta. We get another shot of that, uh, glass elevator and them riding up it. Oh, the glass elevator to the skyscraper. is the glass elevator that goes into Victor's apartment, because earlier we saw it as an establishing shot, but then we didn't go into Victor's apartment. We went into somewhere else. It was just a complete mess of a fucking edit. What on account of we didn't establish? An hour and fucking ten minutes later, we're fucking putting the pieces together. Oh, that's what that location was. Okay. Elevator elevator goes there. Okay. So they storm in. Instantly, they just see his dead body. Sharky's pissed off because he's like, no, that was the main bad guy in the movie. I was supposed to have a big face-to-face with him. Starts pistol whipping him. Just starts pistol whipping his dead body. That's aggressive. Like 16 or 17 times. It was aggressive. It was weird. Thumps, too. Yeah, (laughs) wet thumps. Whoa, 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 Sharky, that's a dead body. This is a crime scene, man. Like, fucking chill out. I know we're kind of the renegade cops, but Christ, what's going on here? You've done a couple things a judge is going to ask us about. Uh Uh-huh. So then they got, like, a big burly butler. Yeah. And they're like, "Uh, who killed him? And he's like, "Uh, the brother, the brother. Yeah. And then they beat him anyways. The the reason they get the information out of him is that Hardcastle comes up behind him and grabs him by the balls and lifts him off the ground with one hand while squeezing his dick like he's Ramrod the Pimp or something. This guy was like, he looked like a 300-pounder. He lifted him up by his balls with one hand. Hardcastle don't play. The old guy's hard as fuck. Also, like, did we establish that Victor had some sort of gigantic fucking, like, 300-pound butler? Because I don't think we did. And if his boss is laying there dead, why didn't he split? Why is he still hanging around? He thought these guys were on the level. He thought the cops wanted to party. Either way, also, since we cut to, like, them rolling up, like, down the street in their cop cars and then up the fucking... I assume this was the next day or something. Yeah. That's, once again, the, like, establishing editing totally weird. Totally. Turns out, no. This is, like, immediately after the murder. Right. Because they're like, ah, the bad guy who murdered him, the brother's running down those stairs. Yeah. Uh, go run down the stairs and Probably chase Probably at the fire exits. Which they do. They start running down the stairs. Uh find him eventually like mm-hmm. uh, the, the, all the, the whole machine basically all, all the main guys fucking papa and arch and uh papa, sharky papa goes up north he's like i'm gonna check the ceiling mm-hmm. uh fucking arch and uh sharky are like we'll go check the stairwell that's right if we don't find him let's reconvene blah 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 but eventually they do find him yeah, in he's in the stairwell. A cave, question mark? Stair cave well, yeah. I don't know where they're at. Like, half the spot looks just like storage for the people who live there. Yeah. And the other heart is like cave walls. <laughs> and I was like, where are we? Are we like subterranean well under the building? It looks but like... we're not. Thank you. It later, looks... later, it's established that we're definitely not. It looks like it's under the building. because also, it's lo- like complete darkness, so it's right. very hard to tell. It's dark as fuck. There's a lot of wide steel base areas where it's like, well, this mm-hmm. is clearly the foundation of the building. Sure. But then they're like, nope, Papa's on the roof. Mm-hmm. And he comes down immediately and is like... Hey, here's the start of the stairs that I went down. So, yeah, where are we? We're in the dark, 
and that's like, they're like, exactly hey, Papa, there's are. one door leading into this cave room. Uh, you guard it. We're going to creep around and find this guy. Arch. Yeah. Starts talking about being a ghost again. Mm-hmm. Earlier when he was talking about disappearing, they're like yeah. bringing back whatever that one yeah. half of a plot thread was. Yeah. He's like, oh no, this guy knows how to be a ghost too. Yeah. And Burt Reynolds is like, yeah, he's a ghost. Yeah. And they both agree, oh fuck, he's a ghost. And I'm That's like, scary. what are we talking about? Does he's a drugged up lunatic stumbling around in the dark. What are we talking about right now? That killed a whore. Huh. Or two. Either way, uh, they don't really find him no. right away. They're just creeping around. Somehow he gets to Papa and blows him away before Papa sees him coming. And then he well, goes no, no, through no, no, the no. one door out of there and he's out of there. Well, he shoots the shit out of Arch first. Don't forget. Mm, does he? I thought that was after he shot Papa. Nah, that's before. But him and an arch show up, like, and they, they they see each other, and they turn, and they, like, blow each other away. Yeah. Like, multiple, t- like, and he gets shot four times, we learn, because you see him take, like, four bullets to the chest, yeah. and I'm like, oh, yeah. that's weird. We've done, like, an ending where him and arch took each other out, yeah. and once again, Sharky's not doing a face-to-face yeah. with any of the bad guys. <laughs> like, he's doing nothing right here. Yep. But then, after taking four bullets, I guess because... We think that heroin is uh, meth at this point, and he's got super meth powers. Like, he's up and running while half yeah. dead. You're right. I apologize. He does find I thought uh, so, yeah. He finds Papa He shoots first. Papa, gets in the stairwell, yeah. and then that's where him and Arch have the yeah, confrontation yeah, yeah. in the stairwell again, out of the cave room. So confusing. Well, you understand where I lost track the geography of, of where they were. Insane. Yeah. So then I'm like, oh, he's not dead. Just Arch is dead. Right. But then Burt Reynolds runs up to Arch, and Arch is like, Hey, nah, Bert, I'm I know I look alive. dead, but I'm not dead. I'm still alive, too. I got shot in the leg and the thigh. I'm <laughs> yeah. actually fine. So, But this is after giving, like, a full-on, what I thought was a Miles Bennett Dyson quality, like, dying scene. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that was very dramatic. Yeah. Like, fucking Bernie Casey played dying very well. Did a good like, job. Hey, you know, I just did a death scene. Yeah. I'm not really dead, yeah. though. Here's some more pertinent information. And then he just keeps going, hey, Arch. <laughs> yeah. Or, key, or uh, excuse me, hey, Sharky. Hey, Sharky. And Sharky's like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah sure, I sure. I get, I get what you're I'm saying. I'm going to go. I, I, I you're going to be safe. You're going to be fine. Yeah, but Sharky, though. He's like, no, 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 no. Yeah, okay, give me give me one last bit of information. No no joke. It's finally on the fourth yeah. hey, Sharky, that he's like, I'm just going to go. But yeah, but then he leaves, and he, he says, hey, Sharky, again, when nobody's there. And I'm like, yeah, this is exactly like that scene earlier where they kept going, you're a weird guy, Sharky. Yeah, 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 that's what they tell me. Yeah. You're a weird guy, Sharky. Yeah, 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 that's what they tell me. I'm just like, who edited this movie? It seems like this is multiple takes where they're like, I didn't like that one. Keep going, keep rolling. And they just, they put them all in. And like, it's fucking confusing as hell. The whole like, I'm going to die, but hey, Sharky, one more thing. I'm going to die. Hey, Sharky, one last thing. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a trope. Like, do people play it? Trope and like slapstick comedy. Yeah, like I, I, I don't like understand. Austin Powers movies. Yeah. Are they making fun of this movie? <laughs> Could be. That's where that all started. It. Either way, fucking. Uh, at this point, uh, yeah. 
Sharky doesn't have to do much more police work. He just has to follow the horror movie gore that is mm-hmm. the trail. That fucking, yeah, there's uh, blood everywhere, man. Fucking Billy Score is leaving. Once again, up the stairs. Yeah. Like we're, we're going up another stairwell, at least like one, one fucking floor or something. And I'm like, okay, I thought we were going to establish this guy was wearing a bulletproof vest or something. That's why he could take four in the chest and then get up and run away. No, but it's the drugs. I guess it's just the drugs he's on. Yeah. He follows the... Uh, the, the the blood up a stairwell into just like a, just a room that's dirty windows. And he just sees oh, we didn't, him silhouetted in front of some dirty windows. We didn't even talk uh, when Arch was doing the whole... I'm sorry. <laughs> what could have possibly happened? When Arch was doing the, hey, shark, one more thing. We forgot to point out the, the driving thing that he was trying to get across that was just, this man's not human. Yeah. You have right. to put him down. Uh, yo, that's right. You have to put him down. You gotta, you gotta put a stake He's in his right, chest. I'm talking about bury him and put a stake in his heart because he's not fucking real. Yeah. What? What does that mean? I wrote down, is this a secret vampire movie? Is that right? the twist? Like it was right? vampires the whole time? What are we talking about? <sighs> Everything that Bernie Casey says in this movie sounds fucking cool, but like it's from a completely different movie and it just comes off as gibberish. But he's the most legit. Yeah. So he finds him silhouetted against yeah. this, this window. It's just darkness in his silhouette. Yeah. And he's just like, uh, uh, I'm not going to let you take me down, Sharky. Nope. I'm going to fucking not give you the satisfaction. I got a gun here. I'm going to blow my own head off. Loser. Sharky quick draws him, though. Yeah. Fucking the old Burt Reynolds is finally back. Blows him away, puts yeah. a few more in his chest. He flies out <laughs> through the window. And this is when we establish, because we get a great shot of oh. a dummy bust through a window and fall like Beautiful. fucking 90 stories up. Yeah. So I was like... Flipping and flopping. So what around. was that cave room? Because <laughs> I thought they were in the bowels of this building. Nah. Turns out they were like 75 yeah. floors up at this point. There was just cave walls in one of the fucking... It was, whew, I don't know where we were, but that shot of that dummy getting smashed through that window and falling out that skyscraper looks cool as hell, man. Uh huh. <laughs> I know where I'm at. Next scene is just Sharky and the hooker. Yeah. Back at his house, but next door at the elementary school, and they're playing on the playground with the little kids now. Correct. That we heard earlier when they were deciding whether they were going to fuck or not, and he was acting like a weird little yeah. boy. Guess just roll credits i don't know why was their finale that they're playing with little kids together because <laughs> it feels Bert. like this was like a ten thousand page novel that was like edited down into like a fucking 90 page script again like, this thing is just this movie is straight fucking gibberish again uh, uh the movie is two hours long Burt Reynolds originally cut it as two hours and 20 minutes. And what they cut out was all the adult context for what was happening. Yeah. They cut out all the adult breastfeeding scenes. Oh, where you understand all the scenes where he had, he needs his diapy change. Yeah. Where Uh, Burt's just like room floor. I just want to suck on your nipple for a half hour. Rub my head. Call me a good boy. A bad baby. No big deal. Not the mama. A much better movie. You get it. They they cut out all the the heart of the movie. It sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's literally it. Sharky's that's a, It's over. Horse. We're not joking. Let's take a break, listen to some coming attractions, and then fucking when we come back, this big ball of insanity is going to enter Judgment Day. Mm. 
Devin Butler knows just what he wants to be. Free dirtbag. Butler thinks he's a real cop. Put me down. I meant it in the nicest way. Devin, you gotta stop playing stupid cop games. But when you're a cop, people don't sass you. But now... Young Devin here witnessed a crime earlier this evening. You need me to testify and identify, right? I don't think I like that question. Why? I'd like to cut a deal. What? He wants to be a cop. Why do you want to be a cop? Look at this guy. Bad back, bad marriage, bad attitude. Oh, I'm sorry. I broke the nose. I think I can fix it. He's seen a lot of action. But he's seen a lot of TV. Haven't you heard about secondary smoke? My still-forming lungs may be shriveling into green chunks of mucus. I want you to drive him around for eight hours. I can't. I don't get along with kids. I don't, I don't like them. They don't like me. I have nothing Nobody to cut. Cares. can't have any fun with a kid. You take a kid to a bar, he has one drink, he falls off the stool. What? You don't have to get up to impress me. Thanks. Where his fantasy ended. My grandson has seen all I want him to see, a police no, no. Their real adventure began. Put the pedal to the metal, burn low. Let's go kick some. Oh. I need a diversion. He was a bad boy, boss. <laughs> he called me Piggy. They're two cops learning to meet each other halfway. That was just like Miami Vice. Burt Reynolds. And introducing Norman Golden II, cop and a half. What are you? I'm your worst nightmare, an eight-year-old with a badge. Three well-armed men have been broke up before they can even throw their weapons out. Who could possibly move that fast? I come in peace. It's like turning your radio dial to K-I-L-L. I come in peace. Dolph Lundgren. And you go in pieces. I come in peace. Rated R. Starts Friday, September 28th at a theater near you. Bubba loves Sponge or Hulk Hogan? Yeah, uh, oh, I know that Hulk Hogan's still down in Tampa. Yeah. I saw some video of uh, him and Ric Flair drunk at his bar the other night. <laughs> Oh, his bar's open. Yeah, Hogan's hideout. Shit. It was great. Hogan was clearly just fucking housed. And That's just uh, like, the microphone and was addressing the place. He's like, ah, the number one wrestler of all time right here, but I'm number two. Uh. And just red-faced and old and oh, drunk. Man. And Flair was just there like, I know. yes, you who went down for saying the N-word, you're the only one who will still hang out with me. I know exactly where that place is. We got to go hang out because it turns out Hogan and Flair have both been canceled and now they're just drunk together in this shitty Tampa bar because it's the only place they can go and people will be like, hell yeah, we still love you. It's a walking distance from a family friend's condo. We need to maybe like broadcast an episode from there. I'll send some emails. Fucking thund- do a Thunder in Paradise episode. Fucking broadcast. Oh, shit. Hogan's hideout or whatever. You think you can called? get a st- fucking uh, Hollywood actor, Steve, uh, what's his tits on the show? Oh, I had a, probably not, but I bet we could get Brutus Beefcake. Yeah. Ask fair. him some questions about what was going on. Yeah. For sure. That won't be a problem. That's going to be nice. Tune in, folks. That's a tease. Matt, Judgment Day yeah. is where we go out to the internet to see what the people have to say oh, about the of, film that we yeah. discuss hey, here on the episode of the podcast. What now? 
we uh, go out there and we, we do this every week. Do it every every week. Yeah, okay. I've got a few uh, one ninja star reviews. I got a few five ninja star reviews. I'm gonna read them. We're okay. gonna maybe discuss them a little bit. Okay. Uh, then we're then we're gonna wrap this fucker up. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first one ninja star review. Somebody who hated this movie, Sharky's Machine. This is from mm-hmm. an IMDb user named Eddie Weinbauer. Oh, he says to a point you made earlier. Yeah. Why they describe this as the Atlanta version of Dirty Harry, I'll never know. What? I think it's pretty obvious. The pacing is off. The action scenes are too far apart. (laughs) And what's in between is so boring you'd fall asleep if it wasn't for that annoying jazz music. Oh. Every scene there is loud jazz music in the background. Yeah. In one scene you have his captain mumbling for three to four minutes over and over again. About how the pimp they arrested had $700 in his valet. I don't know, maybe he meant wallet? While, him, while he himself only have $3. Yep. And as far as Bert playing a tough cop, he fails miserably at it. Oh. He captain is constantly complaining, yelling for no reason, oh. when he is not throwing hysterical fit. Huh. One ninja star from IMDb user Eddie Weinbauer. Some English. Really? Didn't like uh, the character of uh, the lieutenant, I think, going on. Seemed, no. Guy wasn't in the movie that much. Seemed to focus most of his review on him. I mean, I didn't mind him. Uh, here's here's another one uh, addresses a point we made earlier. was where this clicked for me. This is a one ninja star from a review from Letterboxd user John Barnhill. Oh, okay. He says, I love when the voice of Piglet shows up in movies like this talking about sawed-off shotguns at brutal, bloody crime scenes. One Ninja Star, John Barnhill, sounded like a positive review to Sound me. Sounded like a five star And then he's me. like, no, I don't like that, actually. I was being sarcastic. <clears throat> it's very confusing to me. Because, yeah. That's fucked up. Voice of Piglet talking about brutal murders is funny. <clears throat> uh, short one here, another another short one, just tacking on. This is a One Ninja Star review from Letterboxd user Duermo. Duermo. Duermo says. That's a cool name. It's not a robot. One Ninja Star. Dot Got into this movie thinking Burt Reynolds was going to build a robot or something. I can, I can see how he would have. He's not wrong. Yeah, he, yeah. I think he's being disappointed by that. Yeah. Uh, some people like this, this movie nice a lot. It's nice of them to try it out, though. Some people gave this one the full Monty. Okay. Uh, first up is somebody whose uh, reviews we've uh, dipped into a time or two before. Oh yeah. This is a five Ninja Star review from IMDb user Will the Beast. I I know Will the name. Will the Beast. He says. Meester Sharky, you look so normal. You would never get a table in this fancy cocktail restaurant. I, on the other end, eat grapes and pate air every day. You like my fur coat with all the fine trimming? My enormous golden rings of gold? Uh-huh. Or maybe you like these blonde, how you say, bombshells, mm. who are all qualified in aerobics and naked pitonks? Who decorate my long maroon velvety sofa like so many soft boiled larks on a plate of pan fried foie gras and figs? Mm. You like? Yeah. You can't have. No. They are all mine. You will never possess her as I possessed her. Domino was the best, apart from Maman. Mm. You do not understand the art of lovemaking. Just look at your inferior mustache. Mm-hmm. It is almost funny to me, none, to think of that ludicrous protuberance on your silly face as oh. you snuffle around Domino's love hillock 
Like the piggy seeking the truffle in the forest. Yeah. The forest heaving and swaying in the hot winds of desire. Wow. You lose again, Sharky. Okay. When I make love to the woman, they know. Sharky, they know. They learn. They learn until they become the teacher. Not nanomaths. The arts of love. Domino was the seedling which I watered. I watered her so very often. Mm. Everywhere, Sharky. Her scented petals. Her proud stalk. Uh-huh. <laughs> what? Everywhere. What? She will wither under your ridiculous hose. Like the souffle removed from the oven five minutes too soon. Uh-huh. I must go now, Sharky. You bore me so with your disgraceful behavior. It is you who will be flushed down la pissoir like the smelly thing. Bon chance. Five ninja stars from Wildebeest. I think he thought was the bad guy was a French guy. I don't know. I was aroused. He's clearly an Italian, but that was a tour de force. I'm turned on. Yeah. Yeah. That's sure. that that cool. Matt, uh, I've also got a five ninja star review here from a letterboxed user named Danny Onions. That sounds right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Danny Onions. He says, Bert gets cucked by a prostitute. Hey, how the fuck you doing? It's me, Danny Onions, you boy. Oh, no. Here's my review. Bert uh. gets cucked by a prostitute that doesn't even know he exists. One of the most insane shotgun wounds I've ever seen in a movie. Amazing. Five stars. Five Dan- stars. Letterbox user, Danny Onions. Danny Onions says, check it out. I can't even be mad at yeah, it. Yeah. One more five minutes to review here, right. shortened to the point from IMDb user Bevo13678. Uh-huh. Who says, I thought it was a shark movie. Turns out to be a gangster rom-com. Pretty good, though. Five ninja stars. One guy thought was expecting robots. One guy was expecting sharks. One guy disappointed. One guy just living life and loving it. So that's kind of a lesson there for going forward, I think. Matt, we took in a lot uh, I, no, over the course of the last I, I, two hours. I'm still stuck on that last review. You and I will watch movies sometimes. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Just like, I got to pick something. Got to find something. Maybe there's something gotta new. Got to nuke something. Yeah. This guy was like, hey, this is a movie about sharks? Sweet. Can't wait till they go to the ocean. What, uh, what did his reviewing or like... Uh, fucking did diligence looking into movies. What what led him to be like? Well, this must be a film about sharks. I don't know, but I, mean, I got real excited in that scene where Bert uh booted Paco off that porch into the water. Just like here we go, finally, here we go. it's starting. Here they are. Can't fucking wait. Ah, oh, fuck it. Anyways, go ahead. You were saying He's got a spear gun. He's got a spear gun. <sighs> now I was just saying it's time for you to give your final thoughts and your ninja star rating on Sharky's machine. Nate, mm-hmm. I'm glad you asked. I'm a, I'm gonna, I'm gonna re uh, apply my phone here as I looked and thought phone. about some shit. That's serious, watched some stuff, thought about some stuffs. Yeah. Had a real we moment. T- we talked about some stuffs. We got through a lot. Yeah, this movie laid a lot of groundwork for a lot of movies we like. It laid a lot of pipe in my brain while I was watching it. Right, right. But it didn't lay a lot of pipe in reality. Oh. Did it? No. No. No, I wouldn't say so. No. It missed 
a couple of connections. I felt violated yeah. after having watched it. Right. A couple of things didn't check out the way they should. A couple two or three things didn't add couple up. Of, couple of stuffs didn't make sense the way you wanted it to make sense. A couple of stuff you wanted to like a little more that you couldn't like the way you wanted to because it didn't quite do the things you wanted it to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like Domino. All that stuff. She'll do all the things you want her to do. Tennis, aerobics. But this movie wasn't Domino. Let Tiffany stay at her place. It wasn't. It was two hours. Two hours, Wait, too are many. Are talking about that Kira Knightley movie now? No, 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 no. That oh. movie's great. Oh, okay. Yeah. All Kira Knightley's movies are great. Yeah. I loved her in Hesher. Love her whole oeuvre. Yeah, she's the best. Uh, this movie, fella, it tried. Tried a lot. It yeah. did some cool things. Threw a lot of stuff at the I, wall. And I get where other movies took from it. What I'm left thinking is maybe I wasn't old enough or alive enough in 81 mm-hmm. to be like, yeah, but when you compare it to what was coming out at the time, it was cool shit. Could, yeah. Maybe some people feel about it that way. Good things. Yeah, good things about this movie. And I see. People who watch weird old movies. I see where good lives in this movie, but I got to admit, the majority of what I saw in this movie, Nate, Mm -hmm. it was. Oh, man. It got a little rough, man. Uh, I I can't go too hard because of the vision. I get it. I get it. I get what people see, but it wasn't quite there. Two and a half. Matt, I fucking I can't disagree with the words you said. It's even up to your two and a half bullet rating, there. It's just a big weird yeah. gumbo of good shit and bad shit put yeah. together. It gives you a whiplash back and forth from I'm watching a fun movie to I'm watching a boring movie. Plenty of ham. I'm watching some good stuff to I'm watching some bad stuff. Yeah. Fucking uh, you just got to split the difference here. Good performances, terrible script. Yeah. Like, uh, what is a boy to do? Yeah. Scrambled eggs all over my face and two and a half ninja stars for Sharky's machine. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. Yeah. All right, Matt. Uh, uh, I'm not saying it in a disparaging way. I kind of am, yeah. A little bit. Halfway disparaging for right. sure. Yeah. We've we've been working our way through Burt Reynolds' career. Yeah. We got young Burt where he was still being formed. We got fully baked Burt where he was just at the height of his stud powers. Yeah. Now we got a little Trying to figure out how to navigate forward into my career as a slightly older guy. Bert, What's next for one? Bert? Yeah. I think we just got to do down on his luck. Uh, oh, God, things have really bottomed out for me. Uh, Hopefully the Bert check Reynolds, clears, Bert. Which means that we're talking fucking cop and a half. Oh, no. This entire goddamn life. Oh. Happy birthday. Fucking That's big. That's eight, real big. An eight-year-old with a badge. Fucking... Could you believe it? it, You will next week when we talk about it. An eight-year-old and a badge and his 80-year-old sidekick. (laughs) Only one place you can find it, and that's Baby Oil and Blow. Stay single. It's a long road when you're on your own. And it hurts when they tear your dreams apart.
Baby.